It's starting. We're Making starting off hot. We can get a, uh, yeah, I, a, I, a two fools agree on that one. Oh, oh, by the way, look, we got the wide shot. Ah! <laughs> there was, there was, you had accountability. Now, what I can now all you need is a podcast and a YouTube channel. <laughs> oh, no, not even. <laughs> Where, where, give me the money. Show me, show me, show me the money. <laughs> Apparently, there's a fool fool rage. <laughs> Shoot the J. Shoot it. <laughs> uh, live on Facebook.com slash Foolproof Entertainment Network. I need you on Twitter. I need you to, to repost the Facebook pages. To raise a human before I would... Trust a human to raise a bag of wolves? <laughs> before I would trust a pack of humans to raise a wolf. Right. I hear you. Friday night edition of Do Fools Agree. I am your host at the Geeky Coach, Michael Reggie, as always here with my main man, Clifford Jordan Jennings. What's going on, sir? Another one down. Another one. <laughs> Just making it through. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. Right. No, I'm with you. And this was a weird week. I don't know. Do you have? Do you get Veterans Day off? Mm-mm. Uh, so we got Veterans Day off. It didn't feel like a day off. Nah, no. But why did you have to answer emails and bullshit? It wasn't even that. It was Andrew had school, so I still had virtual schooling shit to deal with. And then, you know, because it was a virtual day, he had friends over in the afternoon. It was like, all right, well, <laughs> no, it worked good. <laughs> it didn't it didn't you know didn't pan out i will tell you somebody said it perfectly this was the inadvertent thought of the week it was not mine it was um you know when you got a holiday in the middle of the week like that all you end up with is two mondays man <laughs> nah, and the two dude. fridays ain't worth it <laughs> i'll take it i'll take it i'll take it i'll take the day off and all i kept thinking was they send out that cheesy ass thank you to all uh, the Everybody veterans. Everybody does, yeah. And thank you to all the veterans. I agree. We'll have one joining us here in a little bit. Right. And thank you for your service. But they send that cheesy ass email out like thanking to all the veterans reading this email. And I'm like, God damn it. At least thank them with a day off. Day off. Day, day off. Like, God <laughs> right. damn. Right, right. They got to read this email like. Oh, Thank but I'm you. still here. All right. <laughs> like, this shit crazy, but you know how I go. Yeah, man. You know how I go. It's true. At least we ain't building phones in China. <laughs> We're not? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean actually being the ones building the phones oh, right, in China. Right. I thought you just meant generally. I'm like, isn't that where all phones uh, are made? <laughs> I wasn't tracking. I wasn't mm-hmm. tracking. Well, it got called. 
about eight hours after we signed off last week, President-elect oh, <laughs> Joe Biden. Yeah. So we got that going on. Uh, Trump refusing to do any kind of transition stuff. He still thinks it's a stolen election, or at least that's what he's trying to tell people. I don't know. We'll I mean, see. play your hand, G. Right. I think what's funny is that people have come out not directly supporting him, but supporting his right to investigate. Right. And I do. And behind the scenes, everybody's like, dude, like, it's not even close. Right. Like, even if you flip two states, you're still not winning. Right, right. <laughs> that, I mean, I feel it. So, business. And then uh, we saw the rise of the new social media app this week. What's that? I don't know, but it's, uh, I think it's, what is it? Is it Parlay? I don't know, is it a gambling joint? No, a new social media app, but it's basically for, like, right-wing conservatives. Oh, for real? Yeah. There's been a lot of funny names about it. I've seen Mindspace. Um, What's Mindspace? Like, Mein Kampf. Uh, Oh! (laughs) um, uh, Clan Meat. (laughs) There were some other good ones. Uh... A safe space for people who hate safe spaces. <laughs> there, there's there's plenty of good ones out there about it. Parlay. Yeah, I think. It's, Why parlay? I think I I don't know. I don't know. It means I mean that's the French for to speak. See, I was thinking more along the lines of you like need pirates a, parlay. I need I need I I claim the right of parlay. <laughs> I was thinking more along the lines of you need all your gambles to hit to win this one. <laughs> I like that thought process. I think that that's uh, that works. That's where my mind went. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Any inadvertent thoughts this week? Man, I'm inadvertless. All right. There's no, but no, no shame in that. I'm inadvertless today. Would you kill time with this week? Any games? Any TV shows? You know, I was on my 2K, of course. I did do a little 2K in this week. Um, what TV shows did I watch? Oh, I watched that. Uh, they put out that new season of Rick and Morty. I watched a couple episodes of that. Okay. I've tried to get into that. Like, i got friends that are big into it. It's all right. I... It's not as big it, as everybody else made out to be, but it's all right. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt about it. Like, it wasn't bad. I laughed here and there, but it wasn't something that I'm like I'm going out of my way to watch. Especially when I've only got so much time to watch shit like that, <laughs> where I can watch my own. I'm just shit. not big into cartoons. Like, I hear you. Even if it's a cartoon that I'm interested in, it's not going. I'm not probably not going. Well, and I think my big uh, cartoon of the moment is um, it's the Lower Decks on CBS All Access. It's a Star Trek animated show. But, <laughs> But, it, it but it's fucking much. But it's done in like the style of Family Guy. Oh, okay. so the animation looks like Family Guy, and it's like off the wall shit. And it's right. meant to be funny, okay. and so the nerd in me, it's it's funny shit. I think it's hilarious. A lot of dr- diehard Star Trek fans hate it because it's you know, it makes it makes light of Star Trek, which I actually like. I like poking fun at the shit I love. Right. Like right. I can make fun of Star Wars. I can make fun of Star Trek. This shit doesn't bother How me. How can you? <laughs> if you couldn't, I think you were insane. Right. Right. So I think that that's been a good one. Uh, we're still watching that Renee Zellweger series. What's that? Uh, one I talked about last week. The what is it? It's. Been, 
Inde- it's like an indecent proposal thing. Oh yeah, you yeah, did yeah, say yeah. that. Uh, um. Did she, I don't know that it got it, any did better. She, did she pry it out of him yet? No, but how she's, many more times did she ask since I, we last spoke? Uh, so we've watched five episodes. She only asked for another two episodes, and now she's almost swung the pendulum the other way, where she's like, I think she's more on the I'm the financier's side than on her husband's. So we'll leave it at that. But it's I mean, it's did he good. ever get a piece? Huh? Did he ever get a piece? Of the business. No. No. He actually robbed the business for another piece of the storyline, so I won't ruin it, but I mean, it's you, got it's got some it it's got some me. interesting stuff. <laughs> I don't know who we are our viewers. <laughs> not gonna ruin it well that's me. who I'm looking out for, Cliff. As always, as well I'm looking out for our viewers. He might as well rob that motherfucker. How what else did he get out of it? Some bloody he knuckles some boxes, some bloody knuckles. <laughs> oh man. And then uh, Mandalorian's been good. The the baby Yoda child, mm-hmm. that's been pretty solid so far. Yes, Although it's felt like filler episode. This past one was kind of a filler one. There was mm-hmm. a new episode that dropped today. I haven't had a chance to watch last this week, but the I last episode, the last episode was uh, him escorting this like lizard humanoid thing to a new planet because she needed to take this. I don't know, this tank full of her eggs to someone else <laughs> uh, to a different planet, and the baby Yoda keeps popping open the tank and eating the eggs. <laughs> so that was pretty good. But uh, I haven't watched this week's episode, so we'll see. And then, still trying, I like I liked that Star Trek Discovery, man. I'm still getting caught up there, but that's another good one. And that's kind of where we've been at. Who's braiding her hair? I agree. I agree. <laughs> Who's braiding her hair? So I don't know, man. You want to get into this uh, Assassin's Creed review? It's Valhalla. Valhalla. So Valhalla. Uh, Cliff got to come over and play a little bit of it today. I'm about six, seven hours in. Um, you know it. The game starts off in your typical Assassin's Creed fashion, right? There's usually some intro story that, like, gets you to a certain point before you actually can get to the open world. Yeah, I saw that. It's much more guided. So, um, I beat that part. You jumped in in the open world section. Mm -hmm. Um, But it starts off in an interesting way. I think it's a a unique start. Um, They all have their own tragic entries right like every protagonist in the assassin's creed line has something that drove them to this life other than i don't know i feel like Ezio was probably the only one that was kind of in it by free will everybody else like fell into it or uh was manipulated into it Well, was i don't think him he was free will Ezio wasn't well i mean it was he did choose the path but wasn't his grandfather is that what it was? I can't remember. I think remember. his grandfather I just, was the one that left him the suit. Gotcha. So he was kind of birthed into it. Was it his father? It might have been his father because I think they hung his father, his brother, his mother. But I think the flip side of it is I think they... Was that the last time? That was in well, Revelations. Well, I don't know. Syndicate, Syndicate, you were already an assassin at that point too. Yeah, that's the only one I didn't play. Yeah. I think that this one, you start off as a... Um, you start off as just kind of a Viking, and the Brotherhood is introduced in kind of a... It's, it's a slick way. Okay. Like, you are... 
I'm still gonna get it just for just my timing-wise. Assassin's Creed fandom. Yeah. Well, and I think you'll like it from the Valhalla, and I'm curious to get your your takes on the <laughs> gameplay here in a minute. But I think it starts off in a good way. I think you buy into the character. I will tell you when you're still in Norway before you make it to England, so you were playing in England, mm-hmm. the names and stuff, like if you need to look something up, is a pain in the ass. Because uh, <laughs> it's all like, Harrigan Foggen. The main character's name's Eivor. She can be, or it can be a male or a female. You kind of get to make that choice. Or it can be both, right? Yeah. Like or, it, or yes, you can switch. So that was the other big thing that they've talked about with this game. Not both like a transgendered, but... No, but you can flip between either sex like throughout the game. Right. With just like a cosmetic switch or something. By the way, Uncle Dan has the uh, the answer to your who's braiding your hair in space, and it's replicators have a weave and braid function. <laughs> like, a, like a machine? Yeah, yeah, it's all technology. <laughs> I thought that was a good answer. Future. The future, huh? The, the D&D answer would be a wizard does it. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine there was some sort of robot involved. Right. Some sort of mechanics. <laughs> um, But jumping back to Valhalla, I think that it's a good entry in the franchise. I personally felt like the attachment to the character. I will want to keep playing this. Uh, one of the big things that you get into is you get into the kind of the open world section of the game is... Your people leave Norway because of events that happen there. You end up in England. You start your own, basically, colony. Mm-hmm. And part of the mechanics there is that you have to build up your, your new town. And I like that shit. I like the base building concepts. I liked like it the... in Fallout. We had, I think, Ezio, you had to do it, too. Didn't you have, like, a manor or something that you had to upgrade and that kind of stuff? I think... <clears throat> yeah, I think so. I think it was him. I feel like it was one of the early it ones. Was... Either him or it was the Brotherhood one. Okay. It might have been that one. It just feels like pretty much everyone since then has been a little more nomadic. But see, those, that's what I know you said, talked about the gameplay. Those are the ones that I liked more. The ones where you could. Like, it, everything was just so fluent. It was just like, you know what I mean? Like, back in the day, especially the fighting style, it was just seamless. It was oh, counter yeah. and. Like, now it's just like... It feels ma- very clunky, it's doesn't it? mayhem out yeah. there. You know what I mean? Like, like there, there's no grace to your, your fighting. Back in the day, you could put together some combinations that would make you want to record a clip. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And now it's just like... There's so much going on on It's, on it's not even... For me, it's not even so much that there's going on. I feel like the... One, I feel like the controls are clunkier, like... Those older games, there was very much, um, I think you could call it like rhythm combat. Because mm-hmm. it was block, it was block, block, parry, counter. Right. Like these, I'm with you in terms of mayhem. The controls just feel clunky. Like even the animations of how the main character like swings their axe and shit just seems like it's choppy. And maybe that's something that'll get better as they do patches and upgrades and that kind of stuff. But I right now that. it feels it feels pretty choppy to no, me. No, I don't think that'll ever change. No. The thing that 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 would drive me to it would be the storyline and, you know, the era. Yep. And I definitely think it delivers on that front. Like, I think it delivers where you expect Assassin's Creed to deliver from a storyline, from an environment, from a character-building standpoint. 
And that's where my the combat's kind of like meh. Right, right. (laughs) That's where my intrigue comes into those, like you said, like how they introduce the Assassin's Creed Brotherhood to the Vikings. Like I feel like that's interesting. That was the whole reason why I did the the uh, the Egypt one, the Odyssey. That's where they right switched it over to that weird way. And even though I didn't like it, I still kind of stuck with it for a little bit. And then I just fell off after a while, like... Yeah. It's just You're talking uh, Origins. Yeah, Origins, origins. that's what I meant. That's Odyssey's what I meant. the Greek one that right. I just finished up. That's another thing. Who the fuck marketed that... Which one? Campaign. Either or. Yeah. Like, okay, you could start with the Origins, that makes sense. Then you just went to Odyssey, like, switch it up, son. Like... Yeah. Well, going to the Greek world, especially after you spent so much time in the Roman world, I'm with you. Like, Even though the 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 O's, motherfuckers don't know what you yeah what you're talking about. How many kids were disappointed on Christmas <laughs> when they were like, "Ma, know the fucking Roman one." I don't want to play this you're not black wrong. shit. <laughs> Damn, this is, this is old. <laughs> Oh, man. No, I I mean, yes, you're right. I think the flip side of that is that I think that they do kind of venture from the formula. I think Origins... I didn't play Origins, so... I understand it was in Egypt. Did it feel feel different, like, from a a storyline perspective? I'm not even talking about gameplay. Um, From a a storyline and a concept perspective, did that feel different playing with probably uh, more, I don't know, person of color, more black feeling character like i don't i didn't see the game but i know that that was kind of what it was lauded for what it was praised for no i don't even remember the storyline so that okay so that kind of tells you <laughs> it wasn't yeah, no. wasn't memorable now nah, they had that one that they made that didn't really do much because they made it right as they were switching from i think well right before they switched from xbox um one to or 360, or 360 to, one. to 1 that uh liberty that one was about oh, the yeah. black girl that... slave okay i don't remember that one uh-huh that one was interesting that one they didn't even really promote like that cuz it just kind of got caught in the con- I don't know the what console it was, generation she switch. was like a um she was either a slave or the daughter of a slave and it was right around the uh, Civil War times, and she was an assassin. Through that one was kind of kind of live, okay. and it was the last one they made that I believe they made that had the old playstyle. Oh, the gotcha! Old, the rhythm combat. Uh-huh. Gotcha. I think the other thing I liked about those older ones is the 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 parkour element felt more natural in that. Right. This one feels more choppy too. Like. Right. That's another thing. Yeah. But, again, I think it delivers on the storyline elements. I think it's a little weak in the gameplay, but that's kind of how I feel about most major release titles these days. It's like, like, the star, it's like Star Wars. I was going to actually compare it more to, like, the Call of Duties and the Maddens of the world. Like, you've done them so often that how the gameplay gets worse every year, I'm not sure, like, why that's a thing. I just feel I was just more so thinking like, yeah, these are all right, but it's not George Lucas. I hear you. You know what I mean? Well, and uh, you know, I think it it too depends on like what's your interest <laughs> in that time period too. 
Like that's that why I think you're gonna like you're gonna role. like this one. No, I mean I figured that's why I, that's why I figured I'd like Odyssey because I'm you know I like the three hundred and all that shit. But right, that just it was I, I don't know. They all just leave me wanting. I like I haven't played an Assassin's Creed in a while that really made me feel like I love this game. And I don't know that this one will make you love it. I think this one is good enough to keep your interest for a little while. Uh-huh. And I think the idea of the ownership of being able to have like a a colony that you're building up, like one of the things that I just wrapped up before you uh, took over in that game was um, basically I, w- I went and found, I had to find a new ally. And so I found another set of you know, Norsemen that had been kind of kicked out of the village they had started and we had to help them retake it. And now they're an ally for my village. Right. So like that, that it's almost adds like an element of strategy to it. I'm curious to see how that pays off but could in the you game. Have chose not to do that. Yes, you could have. Okay. So you could choose who not to. And then I'm actually in a part right now that I think is either going to seal it or ruin it in terms of whether or not I actually get to keep them as an ally. Cause there's a side mission where it's like, I have to suss out a traitor. And from what I've read, like, if you choose wrong, they're not your ally. So there's elements like that that I find interesting that are very almost like role-playing game-like, which mm-hmm. makes it even more interesting for me, because that's that, Yeah, sure. that's intriguing. That's definitely intriguing. So I like it when they do kind of the, the genre like some, bending and, like, bring multiple genres into right. one game. Almost like... Some L.A. Noir shit. L.A. Noir. Um, what's the other one? Uh, even the what was it? The Ancestors Legacy, like the strategic element of that. That game that you showed me, uh-huh. like that. It's it's. I think that there's elements of that in this too. Um, and then I will tell you the that other might... the other fun thing is there's there's some good mini games. What like you, you know, Assassin's Creed always I feel like has some sort of mini game to it. But, like, there's drinking contests that you can do to, like, win uh, renown in the town. Which is great because it's Vikings, uh, right? Like, you have to drink three horns faster than your opponent. Right. Um, there's a dice game that is kind of... Kind I thought of you were saying that they brought back... It wouldn't even matter if they did bring back online with Assassin's Creed. This version couldn't do it. What do you mean? Did you ever the play? The multiplayer? Right. We, we did a couple missions together back in well, the day. Well, no, like the actual like Call of Duty multiplayer. Uh-uh. You never played any of those? I think oh, the... like just regular Call of Duty like deathmatch type shit? Right, but yeah. it was the, the Assassin's Creed version. Oh, no. I don't think I did that. Okay. Yeah, so the last one they did that on was... They used to have it back in um, um, like Ezio's and shit. I think revelations i think i remember it. that where like you you basically could blend into the crowd right, and like it was just like of, playing the normal game right but you had a targets that were your uh were live people right okay right. Yeah, yeah yeah i do barely remember that 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 would be sweet i, I miss I that i love that yeah. I, that game i actually loved that like i used to play that more than call of duty and then like like you said like they took it out and then they switched it up. And I knew when they took it out, something funny was going on. Yeah. I didn't know what was happening. And then when they switched it up, I said, oh, that makes sense. But now that they have a new console, you should be able to fit 
that in with the right. game. It's not even like the it's game is hella it's long a, it's anymore. It's a choice. I mean, that's I'm with you. Well, and to that point, I don't think you have like the traditional assassin. Like, I don't, I don't feel like the right, last right. couple of games like you actually like are assassinating the... people. It's almost all like brutal combat, and then just get to the kill. Like, yeah, yes, right. there are some points where, yes, there's some assassination element, but it's not like it was in the first... Back like, in the, the first day, the first couple of games, it was not a fighting game. It was a stealth game. Right. And now, it's very much a fighting game. used to game. be able to hang motherfuckers. Right. Like, throw the rope down on them from a tree above and hop down and yes. walk away. Completely with you. That shit used to be live, man. It did. And I... <sighs> Again, I'm kind of with you in the sense that I feel like it took a step, a couple of steps back. It's not. I think it's continued. I think it's continued. Just agreed. They're just rocking off the name. Right. It's almost like Jordans. It's like the original Jordans, and then you got the Carmelo Jordans and the Chris Paul Jordans and the Russell Westbrook Jordans. (laughs) Not those. Not those Air Boys. (laughs) Not those Air Boys, baby. Don't try to sneak them in there. I tried them to. Them is Shaqs. I tried them to. Them is <laughs> Hey, don't be mad. Them is dumps. Don't be mad. Nah, I'm with you. I think that, um, I think that, I'm with you in the sense that they are playing off the name. Right. Like, I, I was, were Assassins even mentioned in, I guess they were mentioned in, like, downloadable content on Odyssey, but they weren't, that wasn't a thing. Like, you were battling an ancient order of something, but you weren't. You weren't fighting for the assassins per se, and I don't know if Origins was. Like I don't that know either. if I played it long enough to um, to find out. Right to find out if they ever. So that's it. where I'm interested about this one because when they introduce the Brotherhood, they start introducing some of the assassination. Remember, they techniques. used to have to cut off your finger, and that that's was actually yet. that's actually in this game. Okay, good. So the shit. two guys you meet, they actually see they're they're missing fingers. Okay. So there's at least homage to that in this. But do they still have the Yes. And they brought back they brought the hidden blade back. Yes. Okay. And I feel like again, that's something that was missing from the last That's the that's it wasn't in Odyssey. I don't know if it was in Origins. Assassin's Creed's weapon. So I'm I'm curious to see I think it was in I'm curious to see if that I think it was in Origins, but it wasn't like something you could use. Gotcha. Like it you was like see it, you hit you a couldn't. combo and then they would do like Gotcha. And that's kind of the way it was in Odyssey. It wasn't a hidden blade, it was like half of a spear. It was Leonidas's spear right. that was broken off. No, this one in in if I remember correctly in Origins, it was the actual hidden blade, but it was a part of a it wasn't like any weapon you could choose. He just did it if you like got a kill. Like gotcha. finish the kill. Kind of a, a final a right. final blow, killing blow type thing. Oh, so I mean, at the end of the day, I think Valhalla is worth the the buy. I think it that um, I'm curious to see where the Brotherhood element goes. So I built the Assassins Bureau, which is the the settlement building you have to have to get more assassin missions. I haven't done any of the assassin missions yet, so I'm curious to see how that plays out. And if you start, if it feels like they bring back assassination as a gameplay element, or if it stays this kind of me- melee combat thing. But you gotta also understand who you're dealing with. What do you mean? Like it almost like now that I actually think about it, that almost seems contradicting. You know what I mean? A Viking assassin. Agreed, but you gotta play it to see how they introduce it. 
So that's all I'll say because I don't want to ruin some of the storyline elements with it. I'm just the only. But I know what I'm, you're getting at. Like, right. Vikings like, are brutal. Go at it. They're, head on. Like they're they're arrogant. They they think they're the biggest baddest. So I'm not gonna stealth anything. I'm gonna walk in. And I will tell you that that is part of the storyline. So again, I haven't progressed very far with that side of the storyline. But when they introduce the Brotherhood, that's the main character's reaction. That's is that, interesting. Like, why would you need to do this? Like, right. But then they give her the blade, or him the blade, and they get a feel for it. And they're like, okay, I can see how this would be useful. But to your point, very much about going head-on into it, and the Brotherhood's trying to teach her, teach that main character stealth. Right. So I think that that's where it'll be interesting. Um, yeah. So overall, goodbye. I'm excited. should be good. Any uh, any other final thoughts on it? Since you got to play for a little, you only got to play for a little bit. So, no, I played for a little bit, and then I um, I played for long enough to know to get the gist. I'm interested to see like what extras they put in. You yeah. know what I mean? Because right now it just feels like, and this is only based on the lim- limited time I had with the controls. I watched some of the walkthrough and all that, yeah. but it feels like I was dealing with the skeleton of the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I you, get the you gist, were. I get you the were. basis. That's all the same was. as all the others, but what what's the extras? What's the extra shit you added in that's not in the other ones that you're like, "Oh, that's new or that's different." Yeah. Because if I buy this game and they don't have that, that'll be the last Assassin's Creed that I buy. Right. Even if they come even if out you like the storyline with or... my own right storyline, Creed Africa. You know, I don't know with, about me myself. Oh, just for you, I'm still Creed, not buying it. Right. I'm in the Animus. Still not buying that bitch. <laughs> not made by them motherfuckers. I won't. Yeah. No, I hear you. Um, it's funny. So we've got Tyler in the waiting room. I'm just waiting to Jay- for Jason to bring them both in. Um, you don't got to wait in for the Jason me- to bring my brother in. the meantime, in. though, give me one sec. I do want to. Okay. I've got, I've got a call me. in. I've got a call in discussion topic. And can you do that? Actually, can you know what? That? I've got, I've got both. I've, we've got them both. So we'll bring them in. We'll make them part of this discussion. Okay. Uh, let's see. Can we do that? Can we do call-ins? I mean, we could do the Zoom call-ins. We've kind of had our oh, food truck edition, okay. right? Um, and they could, somebody could dial in with just audio, but I, I think that, I'm not sure this person wants to be on specifically. I think they want to have their question answered. So, uh, let's Uh-oh, see. I'm, I'm going to bring on, I'm going to bring Tyler and Jason in. Oh, an RIP, uh, Mo3. Just more. Huh? Mo three, that's uh, that another one. The after Texas, the last. yeah, uh, it keeps uh-huh. going, doesn't it? Wasn't there one last week too? Yeah, the different situations. Okay, but same world, same stuff. All right, we'll give them a second to finish joining, and then we'll get the uh, we'll get them added to the Zoom here. Oh, has to unmute. We ain't had no audio issues this week, huh? Not so far. Uh-oh, there he is. Mr. <laughs> <Rose>. <laughs> there he is. 
We got one. What's going on? Hey. For Tyler. Good evening. Oh, boy. Uh-oh, there's my guy. <laughs> Happy belated Veterans Day, sir. And it's funny down here blowing up my eardrums. Uh, yeah, I know they're already torn up from the war, and you're blowing them up with, with your laugh. Give me one second. I was about to say, I'm just kidding. your volume seems like it's peaking out, T. No, it's good. How you guys been? Yeah. Doing all right. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Is, is it sound okay, Reg? Yeah, it's not bad. I'm still adjusting a little bit, but it's not bad. Jason, give me one quick. Just, hey, what's going on? Let me try some. Hello there. There we go. Hello there. Me? Hello. <laughs> Was that the Obi-Wan? That sounded like the Obi-Wan. Hello there. <laughs> there you are. You got it. So what's this topic, sir, before we so, get into it? I know we want to jump into the NFL discussion, but there was oh, a yeah. there was a phone there was a, a text message that someone is looking for a few a few a few gentlemen's opinions on. Uh-oh, I think you came to the wrong <laughs> right. spot for that. So there's a young, a young, a young woman out there. Young is probably being generous. Sorry. That's um, what's too soon to have oral sex or intercourse? In <laughs> <laughs> what's too soon to have oral sex intercourse? Like a guy's going to say this girl's a slut, and I'm not that interested, but I'll string her along in case she wants to put out. <laughs> So what's what's that time frame, Mr. Well, Jennings? What is your take? Oral sex. <laughs> if you're a lady, you can't do it until after you have real sex. Oh, is that what it is? So regular sex has to come before. Oral. Has to come. You know, I haven't before. dated in ten years now, so. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. If you're a lady, because the way I see it is, you're not gonna suck. <laughs> Let me stop. Well, let me not put it like that. You're not going to give fellatio to somebody that doesn't give good dick. I hear you. I think that's a At least you comment. shouldn't. Because that's a waste of mouth right there. <laughs> so, uh, at least... But that still doesn't get down to the timing question. I think the question is the timing. Like, when to give it up but not be a slut is well, kind of the I question like, on the table. Now, see, that's where I threw that's where I threw you a uh, that's a double sided card I gave you right there because if what's what's T showing us? Is that a chart? Uh... Is that a chart of the times? The rest of the schedule. Oh, okay. it to Jason, but I'm gonna <laughs> keep going. Oh, okay. That's a double sided card no, because I you know. Jump in, T. I don't know that I can have an opinion on this. <laughs> Yo, you can have it. See, here's the thing. The only one I, not I, in a committed I, relationship I, right now is Cliff. what I hear these days, there's not much rules with the kid. That's true. <laughs> Listen, there, are, there definitely aren't much rules. I'm just thinking from my perspective, me not looking at you like, because she said to not be looked at like a slut, right? Right, that's her so concern. My whole thing she wants is, to be taken seriously. Even if your goal was to give fellatio <laughs> only, like that's the only thing you wanted to do, at least if you give up the butt first, you can say <laughs> you got lost in the passion and that's why you gave the fellatio. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? But if you just come out the gate... I, I hear you. 
But this goes back to that's not answering the question. <laughs> so Uncle Dan chiming in with one hour. <laughs> Wait, is this from me? He needs Mo- a year. <laughs> he needs a year. Listen, I'm just saying. I will tell you that this is a this is a caller from Buffalo, so maybe that answers who this is for you. No, um, makes sense. We have a hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Does that answer? Does that tell you who this is? Does that change your are, answer? <laughs> are they calling looking for legal advice? <laughs> I hope not legal advice with us. Um, but she's been on the show before, so she's asking questions. Oh, okay. So that's why she wanted oh, our opinion. She re- she respects our opinion. Oh! <laughs> My official response is eighteen. <laughs> That's always an acceptable <laughs> response. <laughs> At least it should be. Right. <laughs> I was just planning on pretending like my screen froze. Right. Yeah. I'm stuck. I can't see. What do you think? I think, it's, I think it's a matter of how many times. I think it's a matter of how many times you've seen this person. But if you're seeing them more than, let's say, once or twice a week, if you're seeing them once or twice a week, personally, I would say three weeks, four weeks. Wait, 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 wait. When you say when you see them once or twice a week, the, are you saying like somebody that going you're, out with yes, them? Yes, going okay. out with them. Like this is, this is a dating situation is what I feel like it is, at okay. least based on prior knowledge. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know. I just say um, I feel like it's circumstantial. I agree. I think it, I think every circumstance is different. I've been in relationships where we hooked up on the first night. I've been in relationships where we were together for a month and a half, two months before we did anything. So both equally as fun, right? Agreed. <laughs> so, all right. With that, <laughs> unless Cliff, you've got anything to round out that conversation. <laughs> I can't round out anything. You know what I'm saying? I also don't know what it's like to date, you know, in your late 30s. I don't know what the expectations are there. <laughs> Good point. It's all the same when you're dating younger. Right. 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 I mean, yeah, honestly, yeah, when yeah. I was younger, when I was in my 20s, same. it was... Wait, I mean, that, either we're doing this or we're not. Right. Like, <laughs> is, that, is that an excuse? Like, you are now... Now, bitch, yeah. you just... You're sucking dick in your 30s <laughs> after an hour and a half... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what's, what's going on? I'm gonna let you address that with her the next time she's on the show. So hope that helped. I'll uh, do that off air. <laughs> Green party from Buffalo. With all that being said, and with a great transition to the Buffalo Bills in the NFL, um, I just want to call out that Bills best record out of all of our teams right now. Right? Is that is that a true statement? It's seven and two. Is that what we are? I think it's seven and two. Yeah, <laughs> sad wins. Then yeah, you're sitting on top. What'd you sure. say? What'd you say, Jason? If you got seven wins, then yeah, you're all right. Good you're deal. The best out of anyone sitting here for sure. See, there we go. Yeah, we're five and three, I believe. Bills top of the top of the NFL right now, next to the Steelers. <laughs> it's all right though. That's all right because y'all. Gonna we have tried to... to lose to the Patriots. That was my most favorite one recently. Because <laughs> y'all gonna have to come through us. I said it right now. We taking out the Bucks. Y'all gonna have to come through us to get there. <laughs> hey man. 
if we win a playoff game, it's a win for me. So <laughs> that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> that's what it's all about. It's about standards, you, right? I just want to be in the in the hunt graphic, that little thing that right. pops up like in early December. And it's like the Browns haven't been eliminated from the playoffs yet. They are in the hunt. That's Listen, all I want. A meaningful game in December. So <laughs> I can't, I've said it multiple times. I'll take Baker over Carr. I mean, right now, uh, wouldn't you? I'll take Baker right? over Carr. <laughs> you, you're they, shaking your head, Jay. I'll take they Baker just, They over just played Carr. and Carr won. <laughs> it's Listen. true. It's true. <laughs> and, actually, C-Mac, and actually, C-Mac owes Cliff 20 bucks for that, right? <laughs> Don't worry. I texted C-Mac if he joins. I can, I can see my cash <laughs> app, sir. <laughs> Or you could give it I to like, me in all I don't like ones. either. You don't like either? <laughs> you don't like either what? No. He's a joke. Baker, no, Baker sucks. Yeah, I don't, I mean. He's terrible. I'm not, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of better quarterbacks to have, but I mean, I would, I would still take him over Carr. I'm taking him I'd over. rather have Andy Dalton. <laughs> I hear you. Than Baker Mayfield, for sure. I can see but isn't that, he though. hurt right now? Isn't Dalton hurt? Yeah, he got he? smoked by that that guy from uh, God. Who was it? It was a dirty hit too. Probably the Steelers. I'm probably. gonna guess the Steelers because that's right. what they do. <laughs> that's how they roll. Uh, yeah, smoked him how and you... blew his helmet off. Everything. What is the concussion? Concussion protocol? Yeah, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Or was it more than that? No, it, it was a it was a bad one. I mean, they had almost had to cart him off. Literally, oh, yeah. <laughs> Dra- had guys dragging, walking him off. Uh, he he, he got went to slide feet first, and the guy came in. Yeah, he did. It Poor was, old um, Andy. Poor old raggedy Andy. <laughs> raggedy Andy. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, he he didn't catch a break. But you know, uh, the Cowboys' offensive line might be worse than the Bengals at this point. Hell, I don't know. Uh, last year, the Bengals' offensive line looked like studs. And then, uh, you know, but Burrow has got the most sacks given up on, on the year, 28, I think, or 29. Okay. They're not great, but they had a good game. I was about to say, I, I was about to say you can't count Dak, though. So what do you think, Jay? I got two wins here. We got Pittsburgh this weekend. L. Yeah, L. <laughs> the Washington football team, I think, is a potential for a win. Just depends on how how unscathed you come out of this weekend, right? I mean, if Burrow goes down this weekend against the Steelers, then that W at Washington is no longer on the table or no longer a given. Can we set up the uh, context for this real quick? I'm trying to remember. Was the bet uh, getting to 500? Or surpassing no. 500. No, I thought it was getting to 500. Or was it just getting past seven wins? Was it seven the number? I, I believe so. All right. I think you're right. I think it was seven yeah, was the I think, number. I don't think it was eight. I think it was yeah, seven. Yeah, I think you're right. It was, just, it was basically getting to 500 was the bet. Right. That's what yeah, I thought. I think you're right. It's recorded. Right. We can go back. Roll the tape. Right. Where's, our, where's our Jamie? Listen. <laughs> Yeah, we definitely need Jamie for sure. <laughs> All right, so we'll see. That was the bet. I'm pretty sure that was the bet. <laughs> I know I've sent the link out a couple of times. Just every time I see a Bengals score pop up, <laughs> right? Yeah, I, sc- I screenshotted it, but I can't find it. My photos that quickly. Oh, where'd he go? Did we lose him? 
Uh, yeah, we'll give him a sec. There he is. Probably have to invite him back. Mm. Yeah, who do you have this week? The, the Bengals? Browns yeah, the Browns. The You're a Browns fan, right? I, I'm That's a Browns fan. That's what I thought. Fan. Yep. Yep. I couldn't even tell you. That's how Let's good a fan he is, see? Yep. Brownie's got, uh, we got the Texans. Okay. Sunday yeah. at 1. All right. That's a, that's a toss. Yeah, coming off a bye, you would hope that that would be one that you can come out with a win. Right. But I think, I mean, you know, I've said it all along. I think the Browns are a 7-8 uh, <laughs> win team. So sitting at five, I think they're yeah, just bolstered by playing by playing a pretty weak schedule. You know, right. I mean, you look back at some of those wins; everyone thought they were world beaters after they beat Dallas, but that win doesn't look so good anymore. Right, right. You know, be, beat Washington. I'd say the one good win on the record is is Indy. I think that was a good win; that was solid. But then, you know, the Raiders' loss. I I, I don't know. After watching that game, I I think I would be in the Derek Carr camp. Um, <laughs> over Baker Mayfield. Oh, I don't I, like him. I don't think either of them are going to lead a team to a Super Bowl. But I, I mean, think neither one of them are Josh Allen. So, right. You know, throwing for 450 yards. And... Josh Allen is. Trucking dudes. Just Sam motherfuckers over. Tebow 2.0. Except he's good. <laughs> that's, that's the 2.0. Josh, Jim Kelly, Allen. I didn't say the second coming up. I said Tim Tebow 2.0. I got you. That's who he is. That's who he is, but he ain't step outside of that motherfucking backfield with silver and black on his ass. No, he did not. Hmm. And he's actually gotten better. He has I done said we was going to hurt him, too. He's done he... less and less of it. Mm-hmm. He does it when it counts, though. Like He does it for scores pretty frequently. Oh, no, I respect him. I respect him as a quarterback. And you know, Diggs, Beasley, that's boy. a good that's a good setup. He's doing his thing. I wish we'd stop boy. running Singletary. Uh, we'd start reusing Moss more, but Alright, so let's get back to this Bengals bet. So who did the Bengals what what's the schedule we got going on? Sorry, I I got us out on a tangent and then T dropped out and let's bring it back. Bring it back around. Bring it back around. So, <laughs> so he's sitting sitting at two. Two wins. Got to got to get to seven for a push, eight for a win. So that means you got to go five and three, six and two in this back eight, right? And the games that really, really screwed the Bengals are the tie, the Philly tie, right? That was one you left on the table. Yeah. Really, the the, the Indianapolis game, right? Blew a huge lead in that game. Twenty one point lead. So you know, could could be at four. <laughs> but, but they're not right. They're they're at two. Now, looking at this back half, you got to beat. You got to play the Steelers twice, right? You got to go to Miami, which you got to play the Ravens. not terrible, right? Not horrible, not terrible. Yeah, Giants that's winnable, winnable. That's a winnable. And the winnable games are Dallas, Giants, Houston. Washington, and the Texans. So. <sighs> It's you know. Which, which so I'm telling you, game? there's a chance. <laughs> two wins. I I yeah I th- I think two. You know three what wins. though? I can see um, Burroughs kicking it up in the back half. Yeah. I can see him getting comfortable. Kind of like Baker did. Right. I can see him <clears throat> getting comfortable in kicking it up in the back half. 
I mean, it's definitely in the realm of possibilities. It's just, you know, with the teams they've got left on the schedule, like... He hasn't been looking off, and I've seen a few of the, the... the passes thrown in some of them were receiver issues. Yeah. Route running. And but that's, yeah, that's kind of what I mean, though, is that it's not just about him, right? right. Like, you know, you got to have a defense that comes to play, et cetera. I mean, the I'm fact that they're going like against. Offensive line. Like, is he going to survive yeah, right. the back half? I mean, this, this dude's taking some shots. Yeah. And that's what I was yeah. saying. Yeah, about, I guess like, Washington's a winnable game. Next Sunday at Washington's winnable. If Burrow gets knocked mm. out this Sunday against the Steelers, game set. You know what I mean? Right. Game so. louses. <laughs> I don't really see Burrow. I think we could all agree that the Steelers have probably the best defense in the AFC North. I mean, they're they're really really good. So that's going to be tough on Burrow, no doubt. Um, but I think the other games are winnable. I think the offensive line still sucks. They had a good game, but they'll suck again here real soon uh Watt and those guys are just elite pass rushers and we can't do anything about that so but I'm impressed with Burrow as a Bengals fan I couldn't be more excited uh it's been a long time since we've had something to be excited about him trust me I understand he's a really really good (laughs) if you get pieces around him you're, you're you're gonna be all right I can see you being very yeah. quickly back to the, the the Carson Palmer years. If you get pieces. I would like Jesse Bates. Listen. <laughs> Where are you going? I don't know. I don't know nothing about the Jesse Bates. That's not, uh, that's not the dude that, uh, that hit him in the playoffs. Mm, no, 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 no. That guy's he he doesn't even play football anymore. Okay, you're talking about uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I'm saying back then y'all had a shot. Yeah. In that that mm. one year that I'm thinking of, whoever hit him that gave him that hit kind of fucked y'all over for real. <laughs> That's how the game's played. If I had to be honest, we never had a chance to win anything with Andy Dalton, Carson Palmer. We did. Uh, well, that's Carson what, Palmer was, was a really, really was good quarterback. Yeah, and he got his knee blew up uh-huh. by Pittsburgh. That's right. Yeah, mm. I can't remember who hit him. Kimo Van Olafen. He was a former Bengal. For real, mm, that's right. right in the knee. Ooh, Same well, thing happened. To well, maybe Tom he was right. <laughs> maybe he was justified for that hit. Maybe he was like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh, I After know." After that, years when they made the rule. Mm-hmm. I can't listen. I can't. I but I can see like y'all. I can see y'all getting back there, especially with Burrows in the back. If y'all get a few pieces, all y'all need is a few pieces. Yeah. So but, Shrine, December. Hey, uh, Jason, how good is? Uh, oh, I was gonna say how good. I just would like to get your coaching analysis of how well Sendejo has played this oh, year. Oh my. God, dude, I can't believe. How's that like guy I, still I, on the roster? I don't understand how you can't find a free agent just like training on his own at some local high school. I didn't know like, that hey, is, can so. we can we pay you like five hundred thousand dollars to come in here and play safety? My God, he's horrible. We he is terrible. I've never seen teams like that, deliberately man. go in 
and at just attack one, somebody at like they do him. One guy. Yeah, the right. same like guy. A, uh, like a hack-a-shack, but for football. <laughs> <laughs> just abuse and, that man yeah, right there. Really? Him. Yeah, it's bad. But, but Shrine, what I was going to say is uh, December 13th, the, the Cowboys visit the Bengals. Is Andy Dalton going to start that game for Dallas? And are you going to go? And are you going to do the classy thing and stand up and cheer when he gets introduced? <laughs> like the LeBron, no. like the LeBron Miami. I, back I, didn't even, I didn't even cheer for the guy when he was in Cincinnati. <laughs> I never was a fan. You're going to buy tickets. It's going to be dirt cheap. Thing, right? Right, COVID will mean that you're the Bingo's only one in the stands. Fans, they, <laughs> true. Right. You and, they um, think that, that Dalton was such a good quarterback. They, they really do. There's a, a select diehard series of fans that just would support him no matter what. And I tried to tell him for years that, look, this guy's never going to get us anywhere. Like, after I watched him scramble in the playoffs, he dove forward. No one touched him. The ball rolled out behind them, and the defense picked it up and ran it in. I thought, what the hell is this guy doing? Like, he's not making us any better, and this is the playoffs. Like, you can't make plays like that in the playoffs and expect to be good. I am and with we I mean, I'm going to jump in here because that's exactly how I felt about Josh Allen at the end of the season last year in the playoff game. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm like, I worship at the altar of Josh Allen. <laughs> And all his racist <laughs> remarks and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Josh Allen. And but, Cole look, Beasley. Look, Josh Allen. Y'all got America's team, don't y'all? Five years in a row, <laughs> and we didn't win a single game. Right. Not a single game. Five years in a row, not a single playoff win. That's not. That's no better than not making the playoffs. Uh, I think you're greedy. Yeah, as a Bills fan who, <laughs> who has been to the playoffs three times in the last 30 years, um, <laughs> I think you should be happy yeah, with making it occasionally. The Bills won in the last twenty years. What the Bills haven't won a playoff game since Jim Kelly. So <laughs> the Bengals haven't won a playoff game in over twenty years. Over twenty years since Same the with late the Bills, 80s. bro. <laughs> We're happy with just making nah, it to the playoffs. Jim Kelly was nineties, right? Late nineties. Well, Tyler, I hope you understand. This is twenty twenty. <laughs> so the late well, uh, so 90s was 30 years ago dude i hate to break it to you bro uh we're old we're we are the old guys talking shit at the bar now it's just the yeah, bar is awesome. now at home and on a podcast well, listen, you ain't lie you ain't uh, lying, i think that brother. i think that group of andy dalton supporters Bengals fans were the realistic expectation people the people that just wanted to like play some meaningful games and talk about being old it's like i just want to mow the lawn mulch all these goddamn leaves that keep falling <laughs> and then like get a three-hour break where i can be like oh we're in this not come in and be like nothing's going on well, this game's meaningless nah, you know I think, what I, mean? I think those andy dalton supporters were the same ones that were uh playing that uh turkey bowl like uh uh Invincible, uh, with uh, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg talking about well, he's doing better than us out in the backyard, so we gotta put our faith in him. I could be there, and he's doing better than I, than me. 
That's a good I just s- want a break. I want some entertainment. Be in a meaningful game, for God's sake. I mean, I'm December. with you on that. That was that's why <laughs> it's been fun to be a Bills fan again. You know, the last yeah. two or three years. They was like, "Honey, I'm going to the park. <laughs> Kids are getting on my nerves. I'm going to tackle some men." <laughs> so, Reg, I, I watched like five minutes of the Patriots on Monday night, and is it is the dynasty over? Like, is it done? Is it? So the they, Patriots. What do you think? The Patriots are open now at, for the Bills. It, it, I, that's my hope. I actually, my fear is that the Jets get some shit together and they actually become a good team. But right now, they've they're bad in a perfect record. I think with uh, over, Red, which Red, makes me your Bills. Their window of opportunity is about it's very small. Big. It's very small. Very small. It's very good that they COVID's going on right now because there were a lot of Patriots that opted out. So well, that's part that, of what's going on right now. If you looked at their cap, their cap dollars, Are they, they tapped have out very on... little to spend this year. Very little. But next year they have they're in the top five with the most that they're able to spend. But I'm with so you. I think in you'll the... see them make some moves. I, I, I'm with you in the sense that the window for the Bills here is like the next this year and Can the next probably two or three years. Year. You can saw <laughs> so I think we've got yeah. I think we've got some chance. Um, you know, a lot of it comes back to do they continue to develop the offensive line and does Josh Allen continue to pan out? Like he was young last year. I could deal with the his some of his terrible decisions in the playoff game last year. But you know, he seems to be making better decisions. Right now the problem is is where I'm struggling is the fact that we have had one of the stronger defenses in the NFL the last three or four years, and this year we've looked like Swiss cheese at points. Mm. And our inability mm. to close in the red zone has been a big fucking problem. We had to kick seven field goals against the fucking Jets. <laughs> like, yeah. And you guys have good wide receivers. Yes, uh, we've I got Diggs, we've got Beasley, we've got, you know. Listen, that was that yeah. was the Raiders, though. Like, that's, what, that's why I'm – don't get me wrong. They're doing – Better than I anticipated. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I kind of called it a bit, but but they are doing better than expected. But my whole thing is, in the past, they still lost to the Bills. I just want to call it. Yeah, it's okay though. We'll see you again. In the past five or so years, it's always been a decent defense and a lacking offense. Right. So now it's like the first year that your offense is making waves. Where the fuck did the defense go? Like even even after we got rid of um, Khalil Mack, it was still like the defense you was still had okay. A solid defense, yeah, and now it's like what? Which, what a stupid fucking move that was. The right. dumbest, right. the dumbest, <laughs> the and dumbest. then you paid Carr all that money. I hear you. Hey man, defense showed up to Cleveland two weeks ago. <laughs> Six got, points, uh, and then my whole thing is, I said it on the uh, the podcast before last. Yeah. And then you got rid of Omari Cooper, and he started catching everything down in Texas. So why yeah. wasn't he catching it in Oakland? Yeah. Who is the fucking debilitating? <laughs> it's Carr. Gruden <laughs> uh, just came in and pretty much said, "I'm doing whatever the fuck I want." Right. Uh, he knew he could. He had open reign. Yeah. He stuck. Well, yep. And I tell you what, like coming back to the Bills on that front. And my complaints about their defense, I actually think it's play calling on defense. Like, their two losses, they brought zero fucking pressure on third down the entire second half in those two losses. Well, are they worried about yeah. their I don't their care. 
Like, and I think their philosophy is is that they paid enough for those front four, mm. that that front four mm. should be able to get it done. But they brought zero okay. pressure the entire second half in their two losses. And that, to I me, guess. like, you trust me, I'm a guy that wants to sit in base, like, as a defensive coordinator myself. Right. You know, and Jason and I had a lot of these discussions back in the day. Like, <laughs> I am perfectly happy just running our base defense. Right. But on third down, I want to fucking come after you. At least in something. And famously, someone. famously, Jason talked me out of a blitz on third down that sealed the win for us at Waterson. I think. Oh, shit. <laughs> he ain't never let that go. <laughs> yeah, you going to hear that to the end of the day. He basically said, no, 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 we shouldn't do that here. We yeah. shouldn't do that here. And then we dropped, and Odie got a pick, right? <laughs> That's Otis, one moment yeah. I'll never forget. <laughs> hey man, doesn't matter how we got there. We got there. I, I want to come back though. I think you are too pessimistic on the Bills window. You said you're worried about the Jets. As long as as long as they have Adam Gase on the sideline, <laughs> different, like the salt and that. doing the weird eye thing, and they owe Fools you want to talk about space next year. They owe Darnold money next year. They either have to That's sign true. him or move on from him. So they're a disaster. The, the Patriots no, it's suck, the, but they're it's not the sucking Dolphins. enough for Trevor Lawrence. They're not. They're not going to get a good enough draft pick to shoot back up. Think I think Miami that? is your biggest competition. Yeah, no, I'm with, with you. you. It's the Dolphins. Yeah. I, I said the Jets just to fuck with. Um, what do you think Jets about that right though? Now? About uh, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, he pulling the uh, burrows. I don't know that I'm aware of the situation. At least Burroughs. At least Burroughs kind of bowed out and was like, "It's a." Trevor Lawrence is like, "Listen, if I'm going to the Jets, I'm staying another." Oh, year. he pulled an Eli. I'm <laughs> not coming out if I'm. He said, "I'm not coming out this year if I'm going to the Jets." I mean, that's his right. Yeah. <laughs> but but my whole thing is, isn't he hurt right now, or was he a COVID thing? Like, wasn't he out? Nah, he COVID. Was, yeah, he COVID. Was, it was a COVID thing. But he was on the sideline. Right. You said what? He was out with COVID, but he was at the game. He was at the game. Yeah. <laughs> and they and they fighting coaches for pulling a mask. That's down. where we're at. That's where we're at. They yeah. finding coaches for pulling a mask down, but kid with COVID. Oh, I mean, the entire student body at Notre Dame got the finger wagged at them for rushing the field. So you got COVID. <laughs> well, give him pom poms. He can he can go out there and. Cheer. Man. I don't know if you guys have heard or not, but Maryland uh, had an outbreak. And uh, apparently they they had to cancel, which is why the Buckeyes are out. But um, I was reading on Twitter, Bobby Carpenter retweeted where uh, they didn't test their their positive test per protocol. So when you get a positive test, you're supposed to go in for a confirmation test. And get tested again within 24 hours. Right. Apparently, that never happened. Uh, so he could have been a false positive for whatever. So are they doing? So my Correct. gut is the daily tests or the multi times a week are probably the PCR test, and then it's you have to go in and get confirmed with a, a basically a full blood workup. A rapid. Yeah, that makes sense. It's a rapid. Yeah, the second one is a rapid. Gotcha. That's. I mean. I get it from a protocol standpoint. I, but I don't know. But that was the whole thing. Like, yeah. I, what I find amusing. I, I talked. Go ahead. 
No, I was going to say, so like from a healthcare implementation standpoint, when you look at this stuff, and I like I work in a hospital, right? I don't know why the NCAA hasn't come across and said like, this is what we're going to do as like a unit, right? Like the SEC, you're going to do the same thing that the Big Ten is going to do. Right. Uh, if you guys want in, if you don't want in, we're not going to make you play this year, but give me the teams that we want in. And we're going to come up with a way to make this happen. Right, it's right, so easy. Right. What are they? What are we paying all them all this money to administer our, our athletics if they're not administering our athletics? Right, yeah. right, no right. Like ads and, and for those big time schools make like <laughs> ridiculous Millions. amounts of money. You like, know how many making... motherfuckers are are collecting off of doing nothing right now? Right. In general, well, less less now that the extra bonus money hasn't been there since it ran out back in August. But, <laughs> but I'm saying no on a on a like a, on a, a larger oh, on scale, a larger like scale. them, like like college sports. Yeah, no, any people are getting paid just to sit around right now. No doubt. And you can't pay these somehow kids. miraculously, you know, Nick Saban <laughs> doesn't miss anything. You know, he's got it. And they argue and pay these kids days, jersey But he's sales. like 70-something years old. Well, it's him and Trump. He got the Trump plan, that's all. <laughs> they got the same drug cocktail. <laughs> Saban yeah, went up to Walter Reed. He shook hands with Trump while he was there. And... Right, it's baby blood. <laughs> it's baby blood. They got that baby blood cocktail. No, that's only the Democrats that drink baby blood. Come on, man. Oh, yeah. You gotta get your conspiracy theories right. I'm sorry. <laughs> QAnon uh, solved going that down one. QAnon, yeah, there you QAnon go. QAnon solved that that bad boy. We know that. Oh goodness gracious! So, Strine, two questions for you. One uh, to your point about the NCAA. I wonder how much of that is hamstrung by the individual state rules and the fact that there is no national plan it's basically all state by state you know what i mean i I wonder if it's i wonder if it's easier to handle conference by conference because what they you know for the longest time florida had travel bans on new york city and texas never you know you couldn't go to new york and and all this because it's basically just left to the states but more importantly number two you talked about um uh coach mask fines and i want to know how much money you have been fined on the sideline of uh, third grade flag football, from <laughs> not wearing your proper mask uh, over your nose the whole time while little teams out there winning the state championship. You just had so to pay the ref. You start with number two. Pay the refs I'm go. uh, daily, <laughs> yeah. and you're good. So we'll start with number two. Um, you know, it's funny that you say that because uh, <laughs> when the season first started, it, this is real deal. Uh, it's not nice a fine, thing. but it, they would kick you out for sure. Um, and and listen to the asinine uh, Hilliard people, right? Like they, they just have nothing better to do work out than to show up and fuck with a third grade flag football <laughs> organization. So um, at one point. When we first started, the rule that we got together and the guy said, look, wear the mask. If you're coaching, wear the mask. If there's a parent, ask them to put it on. If they don't, leave it. It's not a big deal. Week one, we come back week two and he goes, uh, well, there were some people here from another organization taking pictures of people with no masks on and sent it to the state health department. So the schools would not allow us to use their 
field uh, to host these games that we split up. So we had to use some <laughs> ridiculous field with dog shit in it uh, because we just couldn't, couldn't use any school property to, to play our games uh, after this. It was just unreal. So uh, that's a real deal. They would kick you out if you didn't wear them. Uh, they, the coaches always had to have them on. It was a, a nightmare. But y'all can have the COVID dog Red shit Cliff. field since y'all don't want <laughs> since y'all don't want to wear masks. You can take the COVID right. dog shit right. field over uh, south. It, it was crazy. Yeah, but to your first question with the states and and the the varying degrees of COVID, uh, absolutely. But look, I mean. If you're in the SEC, you could play uh, Florida. You could uh, drive across the state lines to Georgia. It's not that far. I still think they could have kept it local, playing the teams in their areas. And then if your state's not allowing it because there's a giant outbreak, you guys aren't allowed to participate. I mean, sucks to be right. you, well, but right. uh, move your, maybe move your team to another facility. Take your kids, make them remote, remote learn, and move them to Utah. Well, right? especially – the field out there. Especially when they shut disagree. down. So if if schools had gone to virtual learning and you had already shut down Division One, or you'd shut down what FCS, you'd shut down D two, you'd shut down D three. Like I'm with you. You could have found alternative places where you could have housed the teams. There's enough colleges where the yeah. seasons were canceled that you could have used lesser right. quote unquote facilities to be able to do that kind of thing. I also think that had there been any leadership, the this NBA is, did a, a good job. Right. And the NBA has done it perfectly. Yeah. MLB you know, was hit and miss. NFL thus far, you yeah, know, like it's you tough. know these money hungry, money hungry <clears throat> college facilities would lease out the area. Well, especially schools that aren't making the money. Like, right. Like, we're not say, playing. Right. We'll lease this to you. Right. For you could still rent the facility and still take the game, right. like, at the end of the day. But generally speaking, and I think that this is true both from a college football standpoint, from a national. There, there is zero leadership. There is zero unifying leadership in our country at this point. And that goes from, yeah. I'll, I'll say that from both wait, the political... Wait, 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 repeat that? There's zero unifying leadership at this point. There aren't leaders okay, right now. Okay, I see what you're we saying. We don't have leaders, whether it's the federal government, whether it's national organizations like the NCAA. Like, there were definitely, there was definitely an inflection point where the NCAA could have taken strict protocols, said everybody follow these protocols at minimum. If you want to do more, great. But they never did that. Right. They never wanted to take the stand. Same thing with, like, state governments and, like, the OHSAA, right? No one wanted to take a stand. Even the OHSAA said, you know what? Individual conferences, you figure it out. But they never really took a stand on what protocols were or any of that. Like, there's zero leadership at this point. Listen, well, time out, though, because, I mean, you know me, the devil's advocate guy. It's a sticky situation. And when you're not getting any, any... direction from above it's kind of like i don't want to put my hand but that's exactly that's exactly my point though is that the the folks that are in leadership positions whether it was the ohsaa or government officials like dewine could have made these decisions they were governing bodies that could have made a stand okay and they chose not to because there is no fucking leadership in this country at this point like, there's nobody standing up and saying, you know what? 
I may not be right, but I'm going to give us guidance and we will live and learn. Like, that's the big thing. Okay. One of the big things that they've pointed out specifically with the Big Ten is had they started on time, we would have already gotten in more games before this second influx of COVID cases that we're seeing, right? Right, They decided to punt the ball at the beginning and say we're not going to have a season when numbers were down compared to right now. And they could have easily said, let's start, let's start what, with, based off of what we've seen in pro baseball, what we've seen in pro basketball, let's take what we can from them in the NFL and put together a way that we can start games now before something like what's happening now. Happens. Well, honestly, the Big Ten and the Pac 10 took a bet that they could, they would not be the only ones to delay. But I and will. They lost the bet. <laughs> is yep. what happened. I also say playing devil's advocate in order to start it how everybody wanted to start it it would have been kind of right at the back end of that first wave so it still would have been a gamble I would say the first wave the second wave in terms of when it spiked again during the summer when it started right well there was a brief spike in the summer right like it you still it would have either been started early or wait till after you know what I mean so either way it was kind of like they were fucked too you know what I mean and I'm not saying that there was a good answer but there there definitely was an opportunity for like. For a group like the NCAA, for a group like the OHSAA, take whatever level you want to step up and say, this is how we're going to approach this. This is what we're going to do. And if it fails, it fails. But here's our plan. I mean, the OHSAA kind of got there, but now we're at a point where it sounds like we're talking about state championship and state semifinal games being canceled. Listen, they should have. But the kids should have How are you going to get to that point and then kind of say, all right, well, fuck it. There's cases spiking. What the kids should have did is got all together on an email chain and sent something to all of the uh, sports directors <laughs> saying, we're willing to sign, uh, what's it called, saying that we don't care about COVID if you're willing to kick back some pay off of what you receive from us <laughs> this year yeah. since we're you. risking our lives. And I feel like that would have opened the door to other kids being able to make some money coming in after COVID. You know what I mean? I mean, I understand what you're getting at. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, this could have been the push there to... Basically, what I'm saying is there were wasted opportunities with this along the way. and where we On both landed, sides. You know, On both sides. Yeah. You gotta Reggie, understand I, when you I get can't. an opening, you better take it. That's like that's like a hole. Right. Hit that I, hole. Right. I couldn't agree with you more, Reggie. I mean, the the buck stops here has become shit rolls downhill. Right. And, and CYA, cover your ass, don't get sued. Right, right, right. And, and to Cliff's point, you know, COVID has highlighted many of the pre-existing cracks in right. society. Right. It hits brown and black communities harder because they are traditionally lower SES, right? I mean, it is it is hit those communities harder. And if you look at it from the perspective of college sports, I agree with if you had just said, um, look, the Ohio States, the Texases, the Floridas, Alabamas, you, you guys are here. You're making so, you're making, uh, you're a part of a billion dollar industry. Right. And you're taking in this amount of money you're you're for sure here. You're basically NFL light. Right. If right. you want to pay 
for all of these protocols that the NCAA could have put into place. Cool. When we come back from this all, you all are a new thing that also allows to pay players because you can obviously afford it. Right, right. And you know what? I'm sorry, Toledo. I'm sorry, Florida A&M. I'm sorry, all these other like D1 schools that we call D1. You, you're not in the same I realm, the right, same right. universe. That's, that's, fair. Top, that's fair. As these top 40 programs that if you can afford the, the COVID stuff and have the waivers then and you things that to, you're talking about, Cliff, then, then you also can kick back some to the players because like, like come fair. on, what the fuck are we talking about here? Right. I feel like see, what were you trying to get at there? Did you see it? I saw Yeah, I could see the image. I couldn't read any of the text. St. X beat um, Pickerington Central, D1 State Oh, Channel. that was tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, what yeah. happened? Dude, they were up like 30 to nothing in the first quarter. They, they talking about St. Yeah. X what was the final? over uh, St. Xavier. Uh, so, it, it didn't say the score. OHSA just uh, retweeted that picture. <laughs> Which, by the way, no masks. Just throwing that out there. I just heard <laughs> Pick Central's been a powerhouse for the past couple of years. Pick Central, uh, yes, has been a powerhouse is a strong term. It that's depends what, on what you define powerhouse. That's as. what I was. Powerhouse saying. in Central Ohio, yes. Powerhouse State, no. Okay. The sales also won. Did the, the sales, sales win? We scrimmaged was, them. Yeah, twenty-three to thirteen. You say, and we've got I've got some peoples in those games. So uh, Scherf is coaching over at Kettering Altar. Oh, no way. Yeah. And then uh, our boy Derek Harris coaches for DeSales. Oh, for real? Yeah. So. Shout out to D. Yeah. So St. X was and, up 44 uh, to 3 at halftime. I and that seen, was the final. I seen. <laughs> Go, wow. Uh, that's, in, that's, that's crazy. I'm sorry. Did you, so you were jumping. I in wonder clip. if Central, because they had the, the one of the best players in the state. I wonder if. If some of those guys didn't play, I would imagine they would have played at this point in the season. But yeah, I don't imagine. uh, Yeah, I mean, one's going to Notre Dame. You said what about Notre Dame? It's hard to believe they get beat like that, though. No, one of the players from Pick Central is going to Notre Dame. He's one of the best players in the state. Styles. Really? At what position? Yeah. Wide receiver. Oh, that's even better. What's his last name? Yeah. Styles. He's got a younger brother that's a sophomore defensive back, and apparently he's already got racking up offers. That's crazy. As a sophomore, well, I might have to yeah. uh, look out for them. Are they like? So are they Catholic? My, uh, and Luke does my say that he played she in the coach, game. Uh, she coaches at Wayne and Dayton, and uh, they got a kid there. He's a sophomore. His name's um, Emil Wagner. Uh, sophomore has 22 D1 offers That's insane. so far. Ooh. Left tackle. Kid 6 Wait. Eight, Oh, because he's eight, a, a tackle. Yeah. yeah. That, they're just Left frame tackle. and height. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Luke's chiming in on the chat around St. X rolled through Pick, Nor- or Pick Central uh, through mm-hmm. the air. Said he, they threw all over him. Uh, and then LaSalle lost to Maslin. And then specific to Pick Central, they Ooh. said that the uh, the kid from Pick Central did play. So he played in the did game. Did he? Yeah. Hmm. But St. X lost a, lost a game early in the year to a high school over uh, in Indiana. 
and I thought, man, that's un uncommon because generally you'd think Ohio high school is a little bit better than Indiana in football. Right. Basketball, Indiana is usually really solid. But uh, so I thought, man, maybe St. X is down a year, but uh, apparently, apparently not. not. Apparently not. Central is a good is, team. Since they just won the state. <laughs> apparently not. Uh, and and then Mike that told me that Pick Central had been doing a thing this year. Mike, your stepdad. Your stepdad. Yeah. They are. I mean, they're a good team. Um, and then Luke was calling out Hoban mm. versus Maslin's state final for D2. That'll be a good game. Mm. I assume that was Maslin-Washington that won the week before. We talked Maslin-Washington versus... Because both Maslin mm. schools were in the D2 regional final. I don't know. Um, so, Cliff, what were you about to say? You were chiming in oh, about the Wine Night podcast. Did you listen to, to a couple? Night. No, I... Um... Okay, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I subscribe to show my support. I listened to one episode I can't remember, but I think they were talking about some Valentine's Day shit. It was some dudes on there. I didn't like them. <laughs> <laughs> so I only listened to about 15 minutes and I cut it off. But I... Because I subscribed, I saw that their new episode that came out is called Throat Babies. <laughs> and I that laughed. That ties into our earlier conversation. I laughed. <laughs> it sure does. I laughed out loud when I saw that pop up on my phone. I laughed out loud, like um, like, <laughs> like on, like at work on the fu like in a in a meeting, and just saw it pop up. I laughed oh. out loud. I mean, DH I, DH did tell us that I can't wait to listen to that, it either. That podcast is raunchy as fuck, and it is. It's not. I, I, they get raunchy. I'm they sure do. if it's called Throat Babies. If that's the title <laughs> of an episode. Did you see that they were doing a live show at some restaurant? No. Yeah, they were doing. They were recording an Did episode they live. Do it? Uh, I think it was this. Uh, no, I think it's later this month. And well, let's see what's up. I, I we'll would see know. if Kate, or if uh, Dewine doesn't shut down the restaurant. They better get on it. I would go. Happen. Listen, because all I know is I laughed my ass off when I seen that. I still never. I didn't get a chance to listen to it. Gotcha. At work, but that shit was funny. So Good what? Shit. So speaking of support and programs, are Strine and I like? Are we friends of the program, or are we recurring guests, or what's what's our? What's well, our, I think with your second, second time on, I now. feel like right. with your, your, your second, you guys are uh, you are you are honorary fools, right? This at is this, point. this is mafia. Y'all are la familia. <laughs> he said, "I tried to get away, but get they keep the pulling me back." You were right, sir. You can't get away from this. What'd you say? T T's been on like six times. Listen. T might have a little higher ranking than you, Jason. Be right. <laughs> I, swear hey, I said as long as I get labeled as a regular. Yeah, I, yeah, you know it. what? The problem is, T, that you fell off for a little while. But what I will yeah. say is you were a, a, a guest on our most watched episode by far. So... Well, no. Mike is trying to play you, <laughs> is the way I see it. 
If I'm being honest, if trust was, me, I've tried to get T back on a couple times. Hey, motherfuckers is busy. <laughs> busy. We get it. So the last, so listen here, that, and I'll tell you what happened. The what last happened time. the last time where you I told said, me you were coming on, and then you didn't, you fucking bailed, and well, so, no call, no yeah, show, so motherfucker. <laughs> well, I'm not mad well, at you. So here's what happened. All right, here's listen to the man's story. See what yeah. happened was. What I happened right was. I was laying in my bed and my alarm went off and I looked at it and I thought, man, I'm tired as fuck. And I thought, I got to get up and do this podcast. And then I remembered the very first time I was on, Cliff got on about an hour late and when he got on, he was sleeping. And I thought, well, if the guy who the show's named after could sleep, I mean, I could probably catch an extra 45 and then I just never woke up. I like how you framed that up. That was a good. That was a good frame yeah. up. That was a good delivery. Um, the first episode I was on, Cliff comes in. Uh, he finally gets on. He looks like he's still laying in bed. Turns the light on. <laughs> and the camera's all crooked. He's like, "Yeah, I was asleep." And I'm thinking, "Man, what kind of what kind of what kind of operation are these fools running?" running? <laughs> the host is still sleeping. We've been on here for 45 minutes. Now, now, allegedly, allegedly, ain't no allegedly, ain't no allegedly. That's factual. Now, while I will accept that excuse, (laughs) Takashi, what I was gonna say before I was so ever so rudely interrupted. Who interrupted you? (laughs) Probably me, but (laughs) no. T interrupted me because he wanted to get that out. I was just going to say, I thought she was family from the jump. Mike talking about, now since the last time, I was just going to tell you about how much I thought she was family. But now I'm feeling like you are Bulger, Whitey Bulger right there, ladies and gentlemen. He just snitched on the fam. And now I gotta beat you with a lock in the sock. <laughs> nah, that's my guy. No, I will say, I will say, Cliff was a big fan of T from the Jump. Yeah, that's and my guy. He, yeah, no, that's and, my guy. and again to the point. T but, was also T was also a guest on our biggest episode ever. What I will say also. Is that if I'm being completely honest, I feel like every guest that we have in the first year production is do fools agree? Oh no, they're definitely familiar. they they are definitely fools. Yeah, you're down. You're down. <laughs> One, you're fools for doing a show with us. You're for down your period, for life, but... <laughs> whether you like it or not. But yes, I would agree that anybody that has been on with us, I would say more than once, more than once in our first that year, be. Okay. is is always welcome. And all it takes is a phone call. And again, I was happy to get you guys on this week. I thought it was important we did a mid-season check-in on the bet. And that means just get it through your heads now. We're going to have to have an end-of-season check-in too. So right, January. That's right. Yep. Um, we'll do that. <laughs> yep. And we that's may have to do... We may have to do something, so this was an inadvertent thought that I didn't get to yet. Our big number 50 episode. When is that? When is our 50th episode? If we are on episode 43 right now, 
When do you think our 50th episode is? Is that New Year's? That is New York New Year's New Day, motherfucker. <laughs> New Year's Day is our 5-0. Heading wow. on to um, our first full year in mid-January. We should talk about we should talk about. So we gotta talk about that. what we're gonna do for that, but I think that's uh we got some Hope, good things lined up. Hopefully I'm still alive. <laughs> right. Listen, you <laughs> and me too. both, baby. If not, I've <laughs> left a, a nice record for all the uh family that comes after me that was too young to know me while i'm here (laughs) run back through the episodes baby that's the best i can do for you so reg how did um how how was coaching with covid how'd all that go so i think the good news was we made it through the season with no cases so that was a nice. win. Um, we were terrible this year. Overall as a team, our offense just could not get shit going. And Luke is on, and he can either confirm or deny that. But I know he's out in the chat. Um, I mean, honestly, it wasn't It wasn't okay, terrible. Luke Anderson? Luke Anderson's in the yeah, chat? Yeah. Oh, nice. Luke's hey, Luke. been on the show a couple times over the last uh, couple of weeks. We did a great episode with him. Uh probably about a month ago, uh, awesome. talking about the uh, Gehanna strike, because he teaches there. Mm-hmm. So he's in that district. Um, but yeah, so, you know, it was... The thing that sucked for us was our district was very conservative when it came to protocol. So we didn't put pads on. I think they were counting on the season to get canceled. We didn't put pads on until the Wednesday before the week that we played our first game. So like we played on a Friday, a week prior Wednesday was the first time we put pads on. Wow. And what was that in relation to when school started? Was that before? Uh, I think it was a week and a half before school started. So school started the week after our first game. Would you guys usually see an uptick of players after school started? If you had been in person, like would you get a, Typically, kind of the same way, Lyndon, where like when school started, you'd get another at least handful of kids. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that didn't happen this year. Um, We may have gotten like one or two young guys, like freshmen, but we didn't get our usual stuff. Um, So from that perspective, it was different. I was fortunate. I had honestly like I may have felt differently about coaching myself this year if I didn't have two seniors. Like, I had two stud defensive ends who both made the all-district team, by the way. Uh-oh. Uh, nice. DeLeon made second team. And Tremir, who was actually the better player, I hate to admit that, uh, just because, you know, he made honorable mention or special mention or whatever well, it is for all-district. I uh, hate to admit it from the standpoint that I don't want to take anything away from DeLeon being named first team all-district and Tremir being named second team. Um, cause honestly, they both should have, if, if we would have had a decent record, both those kids would have been first team all district, but there's yeah. no such thing as ties. So you got to understand. Dana yeah. But when you're talking about harder next year, when you're talking about five different positions at defensive line, they both could have been first team all district. Uh, and that's had we had, had we had a decent, but if you decent say, but if you record. telling kids, well, you're just as good. Then, no, I hear you. I hear you. And you know, I've said all year, I've said all year that Tremere was the better player. 
Tamir dominated in the stats. Uh, Daleon, from a physical standpoint, Daleon is a bigger body. Daleon has a better chance to get noticed by colleges because he's a bigger kid. Tremier, better player. Uh, so you guys coach him next year? So you just push a little I mean, higher, my I go G. back Daily and forth. <laughs> I'm well, going back you, and Jay? forth. I didn't coach this year. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm, no I'm, I'm, are I'm you going to coach next year, though? I'm done. Yeah. I'm out. I think you're done. All right. What you coach, Jay? I miss competition. I miss the guys. I miss uh, the coaches. Yeah. But I, I love the extra time. What you coach, Jay? Like what the position? Time is brutal. I've I've coached a bunch. I coached linebackers. I coached secondary. Um, I coached offense, defense. I've been <laughs> I've, I've been all, all over, over the map. Place. Okay. And for for the those that know the deeper story, Jay and I were actually co coordinators <laughs> on the defense over at SC for a minute. So yep. Before he decided to go take a head coaching job and be a big deal, <laughs> Mister Big Deal. <laughs> anything but anything but a no big man. Deal. And I honestly, uh, the one of the most fun years that I've had was coaching with you guys at Linden. Like, I appreciate that. I had Likewise. a great time. Oh, all three of y'all was at Linden? Yeah. Uh, Jason yeah. was the head coach. I, T was yeah, coaching it was, what, it receivers was wild. and linebackers, <laughs> running backs. T coached everything. Tyler coached everything. Yeah. And then I coached uh, – I was a defensive Look, coordinator and I coached I tell people stories. I tell people stories about stuff that happened there, and they don't believe me. Like it's it's so unbelievable. I, bet I, I told know we some were kids, I went down coach. to Key West with some friends, and I told them the story about the kid that took his shit in the urinal and set it on fire. <laughs> and they go, "Well, why would he set it on fire?" I'm like, I don't know. I don't That's the point of the story. How like, did why he would he set it on fire? Urinal? How did he set it on fire? Did he have lighter fluid in his pocket? I don't know, but I think that they. I think T should regale you. T and Jason should regale you with stories of Lyndon while I go take a piss. You know how hard it is to light uh, shit on fire. No, I'm just playing. Speaking of fire, T, I do I have experience. Trying, do you remember the? If it's in a brown um, paper bag, it works better. The JV game where the parents' car like. Spontaneously combusted, yeah. yeah, and caught on fire, and we were and like an 1880s the fire department, Allegedly. like carrying buckets of water to dump on it because yeah. the fire extinguisher was expired. Allegedly, so, <laughs> so we're like the 1895 fire department, like pass the water and like dumping it on this car, yeah. and yeah, the, the the people who it belonged to just you know wanted to catch yeah. old JV football. Who who wouldn't? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we accumulated enough stories for a coaching lifetime uh, over the few years that we were there. And, you know, it, it was entertaining at the very least. It was oh, always entertaining. We never really knew what we were getting into each day. Uh, like, what? hey, listen to this, Cliff. One of our best wide receivers, right, doesn't come to practice. And we're out there practicing. And we're, we, we, I mean, at one point we had, you know, 20 kids on the team we needed everybody that we could get this kid was at his girlfriend's house which her front porch faced our practice field he woke up from his nap over there and sat on the front porch and watched us practice and then came back the next day and said what what did i do (laughs) (laughs) are you serious like you sat there and watched us practice like this is your neighborhood like you're 75 years old dude you're on the team you're supposed to be over here (laughs) Clueless, clueless. Try and I talked to um, <laughs> I talked to Nick Sarfati a couple of weeks ago. His mom 
his unfortunately his mom just passed away oh. like oh. you think, you think about like what, what i know but but god bless like what is that kid gonna do you know what i mean so like i've been talking yeah. with him and, and, and other people been helping Live. him out like get get squared away but holy smokes like yeah you want to go down the rabbit hole Ooh. yeah he's ooh. I'll never forget uh, what was that last first. game? Right. East. It was the East. Double, yep. The double bird. Double bird uh, through the helmet. He finished the game. <laughs> he, him, he gives him the stone cold, and and I was like, oh shit! I'm out there half with midfield, and I'm thinking we gotta get him off here before some kid fights him because they don't realize that he just it, like he's slow. Right. And, <laughs> All right. I, I'm looking at him thinking, I can't believe this kid's doing this right now. But to him, he, you know, he loves he loved wrestling and all that weird shit. I so wish much. somebody would jump a special see. needs kid on my team. <laughs> I wish you would jump anybody on my team, let alone the, yeah. the special needs kid. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, a bench is flooded. Yeah. So, so Reg, you think you're, you're kind of wavering for next year? I, I have been, and... The problem is, is my son's getting old enough that he's starting to play stuff, right? And it's not, mm-hmm. it's not that yeah. I want to coach him. Yeah. It's more that I want to be around to watch it. And if, it's, yeah, yeah. and if that's yeah. something that I can do while still coaching, then I'll coach. But if it's something, if he's starting to play stuff that interferes, then that's a different story. I think what's, what probably ends up working out is that, you know, much like, kind of what we did at Linden. We don't really do Saturdays at Whitehall, so that makes things a little easier on that front. Um, I think my big problem is I don't know that I could ever go back to a program where I have to be expected to be somewhere on Saturday at this point after the year at Linden and the three years at Whitehall. Uh, With Huddle these days, the kids that are going to watch tape are going to watch tape. The kids that aren't going to watch tape and pay attention... kids watching tape. Bingo. And honestly, even when you have them I mean, in the I'm not room, they're not watching the tape. And I'm thinking, like, Lyndon especially, you have to be specifically motivated right. in what you want to do. And with Huddle these days, you got to remember, tape. when we were coming up, like, in order to watch tape at home, you had to get a DVD burnt for you. This is all on these kids' phones now, man. Like, they can watch this shit on... Oh, no, if we they're had going... to go watch tape. No, I'm with you. But part of the reason for that was... It didn't exist in another format today, and I'm not saying I'm not saying that if I were part of a major program that I wouldn't watch film with my guys. I would like if I were back at SC like or if I were back at a, a D1 school, whatever. I feel like anywhere you have to. But I what I will tell you is, is that what's the point when half the kids aren't going to show up on a Saturday morning, anyways? And that was it's the reality at Linden. That was the reality at Whitehall. Like, go ahead, T. Yeah. Half was it? No, I was gonna say half is if you're lucky. I mean, I think Jay, we had one weekend where uh, we had five kids show up, and we decided to take them to Canes instead of watching film. Uh, so that's what we did. Let's um, keep it a buck. You know. Let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it a buck, buck. More than fifty percent of those kids gangbang. Well, <laughs> I mean, we're not going to make a comment on that, but... <laughs> and that's not, no, that's not even an allegedly. More than 50% of those kids gangbang. And I don't mean it, like, in the way that, and this is going to sound crazy, like, in the white people's mind, gangbang. I just mean it in a, in a way of you're a part of a specific area, 
right so you're gonna Mm -hmm. you're gonna you're gonna stray more to the area that keeps you alive right than getting to somewhere that may not get me anywhere right you know what i mean i'm just playing football because i want to play football that's why i said you have to be a focused individual. You have to be somebody that's like, no, I'm going to the league to be a, somebody that's going to show up. To you have to, you have to want football to be the thing that's going to get you out, and you have to think right. that that's a possibility. Period. In those kind of neighborhoods, it, it to, be, to be a kid that's going to go and watch film, it doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> work there. I'm not saying it doesn't work there. I'm just saying that that's where some of the best redemption stories are going to yeah, come yeah, from yeah, because absolutely. that's not. That's not somewhere where that and, happens. And don't get me wrong. There are kids that will just want to be there because they want to get better. Like, when we were at Linden, we had a core group of four or five kids that were there every week, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And trust me, none of those kids were making the league. And I wasn't, and I wasn't, <laughs> like, and I wasn't talking bad down on no. any of the kids that gangbang. I've been there. I've been I've been neighborhood linked. And, I've, and that's part of the reason why, like, when I talk about some of the kids that I coach... I view what they're doing now as an opportunity to get out because some of them right. do live that life. Not not all of them, but some of them do. Yeah. And right honestly, I've got drink. some good ones that right. could use football to get out if that's what they want. Now, I don't always know that that's what they want, but... That's what your job is at coaching. Right. That's it's coaching. to put them so, in a position to be successful. To circle it back around, do you have that in you? Right. Do you have that in you? another year you know what i mean yeah and i mean like and to think of it from that perspective of it of and i'm not saying that you don't think of it beyond football because i know you do yeah. i know you personally i know you do but to think of it from a perspective especially at whitehall because there are some scragglers that yeah, aren't yeah, from yeah, that absolutely. area that are like yeah this little nigga needs some guidance yeah if you don't have that in you, well, again. but then the next question is: Does a fifty percent Reggie equal a hundred percent next Joe that comes in? And I will tell. And you, I don't know that it does. I will tell you that. What's her name, Jason? <laughs> what? What's her name? You know who I'm talking oh. about? Our, our oh. Yeah. <laughs> There's a story there. Oh, so point, obviously can't. Oh, shit. Is certainly better than than what we we had to experience again at Linden. Uh, oh there was God. some con. I'll just sum it up quick. There were some contract disputes. Uh, we ended up having to be assigned a coach for what the last two weeks of the season, and she got a full year stipend because she argued that they didn't let her interview or something to that effect. And uh, the lady knew jack shit about football. She didn't know. Uh, the first thing there is to know, she's she one that just applied right, for a new <laughs> that. to get the stipend. Slow clap. Slow clap that, that lady. Yeah. Well, and I will I will tell yeah. you that. Bowling. That's... She was the bowling coach. I almost disrespected her. Bowling. She did that too. She was the bowling coach. And she probably filed the same uh, letter. <laughs> Slow clap that bitch. The, the thing that I want to say is that in order to get out of a place like Linden or Whitehall, 
you you don't even have to be going to the league. No, 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 no. You really try to value and place an importance on, hey, guys, show up, try hard, be a teammate. Because if you do that for four years, okay, you might not go to Ohio State. You might not go to Ohio University. You might end up – you probably might not even be good enough to go to Ohio Dominican. You're not a D1, D2 kid. There are so many D3 programs that it will essentially be free for you to go to combined with financial, financial aid, aid and, yes. what they, and what they can work out for it's you. Like, beyond that, my brethren. If you want to go to Ohio Northern, if you want to go to the, you know, some, some I, other a capital university, like right. it's possible and you can get what I try, What I try to instill in my kids these days is don't be a no-call, no-show. Period. Don't be mm-hmm. that person. Don't be like yep. because guess what? If you are not if you are never once in your life a no call no show, you will be more successful than other people. And if you are yep. more successful Listen. than other people, you will survive. Like Listen. that's what it comes down Listen. to at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Listen, if Agree. if fuck fuck just football. If any sport that I've ever participated in taught me anything. It was exactly what you said, Jason. Just be there. Just mm-hmm. show up. Because showing up, you, showing up listen, is 99% even, of... <laughs> even if you don't plan to play, showing up gets you somewhere. It does. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't get you anywhere on the field, what it does get you is down the line when you're an adult, you're used to showing the fuck up. Yeah. And that's my whole show thing. Up, and you try hard, and and let's say, and let's go another step. Let's say you're a good teammate, and like let's just say that you are the worst god awful football player on God's green earth. But you're but good. like Rudy. you're there, you're there every day, and like Rudy. in practice, you're helping your teammates up out of the pile, and you're enthusiastic. Like coaches are gonna go, God damn, Sam sucks. But like, how can we? We got to get him on Shouts something. The, uh, How can we Gollum. get him something? You know I what mean, I mean? Like, those are the conversations were. that happen. Well, they happen. And, and honestly, like, we had that at SC, right? And it was a kid that I played with, and there was an award named after him. Like, the kid that stuck it out four years, never really played, but was a program guy. Yep. Was there? Did there need to be a, an award named after him, though? So what I would say is there's a special circumstance there. He uh, okay. Uh, we are. You already hit me once. Yeah. I didn't know that the first guy. Was no, well, I, I am say. telling you that there there was. He passed away. Okay. My senior year. Okay. So I think oh, that's part I of the way. About. And it's the rock. Exactly it's the rock about. that I wrote. That's at the. School, I know exactly so. what you're talking about. I know <laughs> um, exactly what you're talking about. But yeah, so that's uh but I'm, I'm with you. Like that is the biggest. That is some of the biggest lessons you learn from sports. At that point, is we try to take kids out of Linden on college visits just to show them that this whole other world exists. Exists, right? Because they they've never left the neighborhood. They might have gone to Easton. That might be as far as they've Listen, gone. And like we'll go to the so. University of Kentucky. We'll go to you know, other places out of state. And they're like, holy shit. Like, Listen, like fellas, so. like, like there's all more of a world. <laughs> right. You can, you can go wherever you want. What do you got? Um, and football was one of those avenues that you could use. Right. I am for all that know me. 
Nah, I, I'm not. I was about to say, I'm a Gehenna kid. By no means am I a Gehenna kid, but I went through high school in Gehenna. I didn't even get on my first plane until I was 15. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. That's the last plane I've ever gotten on. Yeah. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Everywhere else that I've ever made it to was because of some. You drive else. the ATL? Oh, you guys uh, take Greyhound. a long... Okay. All right. I, I count the Greyhound the same as, like, you got out. You, like, you went and at least saw something. Right. A, and you were down there for a that's minute. That's a four-day trip on a Greyhound. Listen. ATL? No, you, uh, yeah. uh, it's funny you brought that up. It's usually a 13-hour drive, but on our specific Greyhound, what happened was there was a, um, a accident on the freeway. And you know when you go on like them country freeways, it's only two lanes. So we had to wait for the police or whoever to move the accident out the way for the bus to go. So what happened was the bus was letting people off of the bus to like smoke. Two at a time, you could go out and smoke. But they weren't letting people mm. off more than two at a time. Mm. I smoked in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> My man. With the little, with the little push, the little push door open, smoked in the back. But what happened was whoever went out to smoke fell over the bypass into like because we were like wasn't like a river, but you know like a little quarry. Yeah, they fell over the bypass into the quarry. It took us twenty six hours to get down to Atlanta. We were sitting at that very spot for 10 hours for the helicopter to try to get this person out of the quarry. And he was dead anyway. Damn. Oh. I mean, I don't mean to say it like, like that, that, but, I know but it was like, oh. damn, like at least, like everybody on the bus, like, oh, we was just on the bus with him. Hope you're all right. And you're dead anyway. We just waited for 10 hours to get you out of here. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Um... And not to continue the downer moment, um, we are about a year removed from a former player of ours, Jason. And I'm not sure, were you still around when Chuck was there? Uh, Chuck Cottle? I feel like you were, like his yes. freshman year. Yes. Like you coached yeah. basketball at that mm -hmm. point. Uh, we're, we're about a year away from his passing now. And uh, mm -hmm. I just want to give shout out thoughts. Uh, to his family yeah, and anybody family that's coached him, anybody dead. that knows him, uh, killed um, in a car accident, uh, I believe, with a drunk driver um, about a year ago today. Young man that did a lot. Uh, uh, he he was a kid that he took the bus to SC to I get to practice. The bus. Yep. Mm -hmm. From like Grove City, right? Yep. And. Um, Wow. Yeah, just a kid that had a lot of uh, potential and, you know, was living his life and was on his way to work at 5 a.m. and got taken out by a drunk driver. So, God bless the as you said, God, God, bless, God, God bless the dead, God rest the dead, rest in peace, all that. So, um, that's something that I think of the year anniversary was this week or last week, and I just wanted to call that out, uh, especially because I see, you know, his position coach out in the chat with Luke. Um, yeah, man. That's a that's, that's Luke, Luke in the and... chat. Chuck Cottle worked so hard in the weight room, he threw up one time, like all over himself, and just kept working. Like, that, was, that, was, <laughs> that, that was Chuck. That was Chuck. He was like, "Fuck it, let's keep going," because that's the kind of dude he was. Um, wow. 
And Jason, yeah. I know, I think you had asked earlier if that was Luke Anderson that I was talking about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's yeah. who it was out in the <laughs> chat. So, um, Luke's been on a couple times. He's a, he's a good How's dude. How's he doing? Yeah. I don't know. Luke, you out in the chat still? Let us know how you he doing. I know you got the vid, so let us know. Ooh, you know who uh, else? You know who else uh, <laughs> bit the dust? Who else got the and vid? And another one bites, and another one who bites, and another one bites the dust. Our defensive coordinator at Whitehall, who and his wife is somebody I work with, both came down with it. So Malcolm. who you got? Malk! Malk was out in the chat! Oh man, was that from his bachelor party where we were? Okay, it was after the fact. You think I'd have been here? I'd at least been like, bro, I gotta stay. I gotta stay home. Nah. I figured we were two and a half weeks past that. Yeah, no, I I wouldn't have did that. You know, I wouldn't have did that. I'm ignorant. I wouldn't have did that. You wouldn't do that. No, I know. I know. Ohio hit eight thousand cases today. I just looked it up. And I mean, that is legit. That is like. 3,000 more than we had when we shut we down. We all going to get it. Right? I don't know why everybody worried. We all going to get it. Everybody that survives this world is going to get it. Luke chiming in. Hey. He's good. He's on day 9 or 10. He's, Glad he's to feeling hear it, better. Bro. So. Good shit. Glad to hear it. All right, gentlemen. Well, we are we are coming up on time here in the next uh, eight ten minutes. Any bets we want to throw out to close out the season? <laughs> Ooh, it's a fight coming no on tomorrow. Uh oh, uh oh. One thing I wanted to to throw at Jason, and uh, you know, you guys might not know this either, Cliff. I'm gonna bet that you didn't know this because uh, you didn't coach at Linden, but Ulysses has. Grant, he was a drunk. He was a drunk. You guys yeah. Wait, that. what happened? Why, why would his men listen uh, to him? He was drunk. Yeah. Who was? Why would anyone listen <laughs> to a drunk? That's all I wanted to say. I'm out. Peace. Y'all have a good night. It was fun. I'll come back. I'll see y'all shortly. All right. All right sounds good, well, T. <laughs> hey, do Bye, we know T. is Amon still playing at Ohio uh, Dominican? I went and saw him play the year the first year, but... Or saw him yeah, there. I, know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know this year. I, I know as late I mean, as they last didn't year. play yeah. this year, I assume. So, right. But I was curious if he was still on the team, still trying to do that. But I hope so. Me too. I, um, he was a good kid. Yep. He's Very one good I'd kid. like to see make it. Ah, they all grow up. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> I'm just playing. Jason, you got anything before we uh before we let you loose? Oh man, I'm I'm uh just happy to be here. Thanks, we happy thanks to for have the invite. You. We are there glad to have you, sir. I'm glad you would uh I know we had to convince you to come on, so <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm so old. Look at these bags under my eyes. Man, I gotta bed at like nine o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> you, look like, so... you look like the prettiest ESPN pundit. <laughs> oh, thanks. Uh, how's, uh, how's family, Reg? How's everybody doing? Everybody's good, man. It's, I mean, obviously, you're a teacher. You understand how fucked this year is. So, uh, God bless is, you. Is, Thank you. You're still at uh, CCS, right? Yep. Yep. Are, so are you guys all? Whole... Are you still virtual, or did you guys go hybrid? So you yeah, stayed virtual. Only... All virtual. I bet yeah. that's rough. It um, so especially we are with that all, audience. <laughs> I I tell you what it it's about when you are in person the same number 
uh, you know, my unscientific study, about the same number of kids that were like super engaged, right, right, are, enga- right. are engaged. Okay, right, right. that's good. You have a handful of kids that are more engaged because they're not really concerned about what their peers think of okay. them, and they're able to like get that's stuff good. done. That's interesting. And then, and then you do have a handful of kids that have like, they're like fuck it, the cracks. But it's like it, it's just really not that Catch hard as a as an experienced educator to figure out who those kids are and like when they do turn something in and you see like oh my god like this this kid's got it going on and then right. they fall off the face of the earth for a couple of weeks and they're like hey my internet was out you adjust you're just right. like okay well you know fuck those assignments don't worry about that well, do these and then, you, awesome. and then that's you take and then you take care of the grade at the end it's just not like that's people are up. people make it harder than what it is you right. know what i mean like have some grace have some patience. Because some people don't have good internet. But, well, no, and I think to Jason's point that have some grace, have some patience. Like, I'm glad to hear you as a teacher saying that. Yeah, like, that's, that's trust me, I feel like most teachers feel that's that refreshing. way. It's yeah. the admins that sit behind teachers that are the problem. 100%. And, and they don't get it because they think that, well, we, we need to run this online environment as if we were in school. And it's like, well, that's fucking dumb because right. we're not in school, dummy. Right. So right. why why would you do it the exact same? Like right. trust the teachers. We're gonna put the stuff out there. We're gonna try our best and like make valued judgments about, especially those those that handful of kids that do fall through the cracks. Like we'll adjust and be like, hey man, what happened? Oh okay, that sounds reasonable. Why don't you try these few things and then we'll be okay. Right. You right, know, we're, right. we're like we're not gonna like pound you into the ground with a. 12% F like just here's okay that that sucks or a lot of kids are like watching their like, siblings like because their parents my, are working give so like hey way, don't sit F, on the zoom please. call class it's just unrealistic right. so I and to your point Reggie no it, it it is almost uniformly it is a 100% some teachers are pulling their hair out but it's almost uniformly administrators and like superintendents and like those really high level people that 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 don't get it that that don't get it yeah yeah, it sounds like every job no i feel you on that and you know shout out to you jason because i've seen the life that teachers are living right now and obviously i've got a bunch of teachers in my family whether it's sam who's been on the show with us whether it's her sister tracy whether it's you know obviously my wife like i've got a lot of teachers in the family and i understand kind of what that life is like right now and i know it's not easy and i know you guys have all done a great job of kind of pivoting on a dime since covid became a thing and you've had to rewrite your own job descriptions pretty much oftentimes without help from the top so i i got a lot of love for you a lot of respect there um the other thing that i wanted to jump into just real quick cliff it sounded like you wanted to talk about a, a fight that's coming up and i know jason's usually our fight sports guy so what you got <laughs> the, the terrence crawford kale brook fight is tomorrow mm. now you familiar on that one jason N- no, no not not my not that my real that's boxing that's, oh, okay. that's not right. MMA. boxing yeah that's not i was MMA. hoping you'd go uh, mcgregor pacquiao rumors oh uh, no no i will buy that if that happens but, <laughs> you will buy that what what are your uh? What? Pacquiao Pacquiao would win. He's a boxer. I, McGregor's fought one fight. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, 
<laughs> I agree wholeheartedly, but my only dispute is that I think Pacquiao will real life fuck McGregor up. Yes. He, not he because will. not because Mayweather couldn't, but because Mayweather is the best marketing genius in fight sports. Right. So he knew he had to let him show something. Mm-hmm. To well, because he wanted to do it again. Right. Make right, it look right. realistic. Exactly. Yeah. Pacquiao's not going to do that. No, Pacquiao's going to say. Pacquiao's going to put going him for down blood. in four, five <laughs> rounds. I'm thinking four rounds. He puts him out. I, I agree with you on Mayweather, and I know I just said boxing's not my thing, but isn't that isn't that Mayweather style though too? To also like, right. I agree. He 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 let Connor hang around a little bit, but that's also kind Mayweather of what he does, does right. Does. Like yeah, let him Mayweather let him has fragile hands. Wad, His hands and then tire him out. Strong, so he doesn't go for the knockout ever. Right. He'll get a TKO. Off of like just hitting you too much, but he's not gonna knock you out because his hands are like, Fragile. like, what do you call it? Peanut brittle. <laughs> there were so I just saw this. It's funny you say that. On I just saw this on Rogan. They were replaying some of the. Um, I love McGregor. Rogan. Yeah, I love him too. They were replaying some of the McGregor um, Mayweather fight, and McGregor is fainting and literally like. Touching Mayweather's nose and he won't with faint jabs. He, right. he doesn't. He's a fucking move. He doesn't blink like that hand That's touches his of, face. That's how much of a master he is at right, distance, right? And like letting you shoot your shot and like, all right, motherfucker, I'm gonna let you do this and we're gonna dance around. And he, he like he didn't blink. It was incredible. Doesn't look as good um, when I do it. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but you know, I don't know how Pacquiao will win. I just know. Boxing is so different from MMA. Now, yeah. this is what I will say, too, for a lot of people that don't understand boxing also. As much as everybody loves Pacquiao, Mayweather was leagues above him as well. I leagues above him. And it was just a matter of marketing Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I have to I have to make it look like you have a shot. Yeah, I hear you on that. Nobody has a shot with Mayweather could come back right now and I guarantee you out of all the welterweights there may be one that could take him. Maybe. And he wouldn't take at that fight. 41. <laughs> at 41, he's beaten all the welterweights I can think of. Yeah. I hear you. Pacquiao's not doing that. No. He did it with Keith Thurman, though. He did do that. Mm. But this uh, fight tomorrow, the Terrence Crawford, Kell Brook, Terrence Crawford's pound for pound number one. Okay. So this is a uh, this is a good fight. And what I will say for the gambling man, or at least a gambling man that has money and isn't scared to lose it. <laughs> listening <laughs> i'm scared to lose it but i'm listening listen i would i would i would put money on kill brook okay and i'm gonna tell you why real quick for before mm-hmm. we end the only reason people are ruling kill brook out is because they say his face is broken and it is he had two broken orbital bones oh shit 
But the only reason why he had them was because he moved up two weight classes to fight Triple G, the dude that Canelo fought. And he was only a 135-er. No, he was a 140-pounder, and he moved up to one... One not sixty, I think. Okay. He was the one forty. Still though, that's a big percentage when you're looking at like my whole thing is he still he didn't get knocked out. Yeah. He just broke Broke his his eye eye. in the they threw in the towel. Gotcha. Then he fought Errol Spence at one forty seven. He did the same thing to the other Other eye, eye. but it was in the twelfth round. Okay. Terrence Crawford doesn't have the power that either one of them have, and neither one of them knocked him out. You know what I mean? I hear what you're saying. He's not going to get knocked out. If he loses the fight, his corner is going to throw in the towel. It's going to be a towel. He's not going to quit. He's not going to be the one quitting. But he's the naturally bigger fighter. He has, in my opinion, I can't even say he'd have more power. But I think the fight is a lot more even than people think. And if he wins, he's already like a 6-1 to underdog. So if he wins, you're making so so much money. I'm looking at plus 900, right? Crawford versus Brook. Is that what they said? Plus 900? Plus plus 900. That's what I'm saying. You're going to make so much money if he gets this upset. I'm not saying he's going to. I'm just saying it's a lot better of a chance than people are giving him. Jason's entertaining the idea, well, I can tell. <laughs> long term one put, unit play. Even if you put Brooke. twenty on it, you feel what I'm saying? <laughs> right. That's not a bad yeah. Even if you put twenty on it, nine to one? Yeah. That's what that's what, hundred and eighty bucks? You get off of twenty dollars? Odd. When are they going to legalize gambling in Ohio? (laughs) I got to get my people to go to Indiana just to get my bets in. And he's not there Uh, this week. They need to. There's there's a couple of state bills that are like before the state house that no one's really moving on. Fuck the gambling. Um, What about the weed? (laughs) No doubt. (laughs) I agree with that too. My, My big concern with both, honestly, is that when they do make it legal, it will be only legal for a few companies. And so right. you'll get these uh-huh. like William Hill controlling basically all yeah. the gambling. Yep. And, uh-huh. and you'll that be was able to the... shop. And same with the weed. You'll get like the big companies well, that'll come in. And that's why the, the bill got shot down two years yeah. ago, though, was that they I wanted agree. to make it an oligarchy. And people were like, nah, fuck that. Right. Mm-hmm. So. But, but I would bet, listen. If you're lit, if you got somebody, districts. Jay, I, real quick, districts are being redrawn it. in Ohio right now. So after this year, either. districts in terms of elections, that kind of stuff are being redrawn right now. So that that opens up the opportunity for some of these things to make it through better than they have in the past. All right. You know, I would, I would bet twenty on that that fight on Brooke just for the shits and giggles. Good deal. There's a good chance you'll lose it, but if you don't, that's a good payout. Fight, fight game, take the underdog. I think it's a yep, lot. Like it's it. a lot closer yep. a fight than people are Better thinking. People it are is. estimating. I hear you. It's but, like a it's like a Khabib Gaethje, but Terrence Crawford is no Khabib. Yeah, I got you. I hear you. 
All right. Well, we are at time. Jason, anything to take us out other than uh, we appreciate having you. It was good to see you again, man. It's been a little while. And My brethren. We'll get you back good on in January. Too. I'm putting you on the book now. <laughs> good deal. No, great to see you guys. Keep it going. Thanks for Is having that me. The Super Bowl? Honors all Super mine. Bowl. February. February is Super Bowl. If it doesn't get pushed back because of COVID. Right. Now, if the Bengals are in it, we got something to talk about. But I'm assuming they'll be out by then. So we might be able to talk about it here. At, uh... <laughs> Fingers crossed that bet will be wrapped up here in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, man. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you for uh, coming on, as always. Thanks, it's boys. a good time. Yep. And we'll see you again, all right? Thank you. My All guy. right, sir. Have a good one. You too. All right, Mr. Jennings, anything to take us out, sir? I love some of you fool motherfuckers. Some of you fool motherfuckers I don't. <laughs> That's always the way it is with Mr. Jennings. I would ask for, give us a like, give us a share, give us a subscribe. Uh, we are up to 50 subs. That's a big milestone, man. We're, we're making things happen. We want to see if calories. we can get... Wanna Where's see my uh, Penn Station? I just saw uh, they was giving out them uh, the free Penn Station the posters out again. Oh, yeah? You know what I'm talking about? No. Is this, is this like another thing? sub or whatever. Is this, a, is this another thing where uh, you get ripped off because you say yes to something on the internet? <laughs> Mom, change your uh, change your password. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that too soon? Is up? that too soon? My bad, man. This try to come up. <laughs> but do me a favor: like, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. If you really like us, head over to foolproof.live. Give us a donation. We start to make moves on the podcast. One. I might need one. I'm willing to gamble with my identity before I gamble with money any day. Uh, outside of that, do us a favor. If you if you watch the show and you're like a YouTube fan, do us a favor. Uh, subscribe to us on podcast. Podcast is actually where we're able to monetize things a little bit better from a Please. per subscription basis, per download basis. So that's really where we can make a little bit of money. Um, you know, we've got a couple of shirts left. So if you're interested in that. We'll give preference to anybody that uh, that donates at foolproof.live and gives us a ten dollar donation or more, um, and I will I'll pay shipping to get it out to you. But start to help us out there. Um, other than $13 that, thirteen dollar donation. Cliff says thirteen dollar donation. We've got an XL, a three XL, and I think a two XL. So hit us up. Go half on that shipping, <laughs> and if you feel comfortable, invest in the next uh, batch. <laughs> No, shirts. no doubt. Make it an exclusive. With all of that, uh, as always, I am at the Geeky Coach, Michael Reggie, my main man, Clifford Jordan Jennings. I would say don't follow too close, but I don't follow it close either. Either. <laughs> Anybody that's still out there and wants to hop on a, uh, a live Zoom here at the end, I'll put it up. Uh, as always, it's my cell phone number, lowercase fools. Hit us up if you don't have it. Um... Yeah, take it easy, y'all. Peace out. Uh. Run that bitch. <laughs> there we go. <laughs>
Reaccione.